Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You know what? Since I have my computer on, I can do this. Good. We're on now. Yes, I can get it up. Yes, folks, my Bonnie Lassie's come home to me, and it is episode 68, ladies and gentlemen, and how fitting it is to hear the bagpipes listen, as it is Monday, November the 7th, 2016, ladies and gentlemen, Raw Radio is on the air for episode number 68, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number 138744-POUND, you can join us this afternoon, and of course, we are live as we can be, as we are ready to kick you off for another week here on our Mothership show here, the Monday night pre-show that gets you set up every Monday afternoon at the same time. And joining with me today, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Iceman, Joe DiGiolo, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Great. Well, I am too. It was a good weekend all in all. Of course, the bagpipes are fitting. Of course, Monday Night Raw tonight in Roddy Roddy Piper's hometown of Glasgow, Scotland. I know if he was there, he would be there in attendance. And, of course, they're going to be there tomorrow night with SmackDown tapings as well. Of course, they're taping Raw, getting ready to. Anyway, this afternoon at the SSS 
E-Hydro Arena, if you will. They've been on the European tour already for a few days. Of course, they're going to continue the European tour till the end of the week. they got a great show lined up, I'm sure, in Glasgow the next few days, including a great matchup that's set for tomorrow night. Becky Lynch versus uh, Alexa Bliss for the Women's Championship of SmackDown. And who knows what else we're going to see tonight in Bonnie, Scotland, but it should be a very interesting show. So we'll talk more about that throughout the afternoon. Get your thoughts as well here this afternoon as well. But in the meantime, let's get to the news. However, we got a lot of news to discuss today, so without further delay, let us tell you what is on tap today. First off, however, according to reports from Dave Meltzer, the figure4online.com story, however, there is a new report going out saying that Sin Cara and Chris Jericho got into a fight again, believe it or not. Now, according to reports, however, the Raw crew was traveling from Leeds, England to Glasgow last night for today's show, and the story goes that Sin Cara was kicked off the bus, apparently, because he was making annoying noises while on the tour bus, however. He had been asked to stop, but kept making the noises, and then this led to Jericho more, quote, forcefully telling Cara to stop. Cara then told Jericho in no uncertain words to bleep off, however, before words were exchanged. Carr then threw wild right hands to Jericho before others jumped in to break it up. During the pull apart, Jericho then bit Carr's finger. This is when Carr was booted from the bus. Reports also say that, quote, Carr snapped in about two seconds without any warning or reason. Uh, John, i got to ask you first off, however, could we see a suspension out of this by Sin Carr, possibly? Suspension, yes. Yes, I or would think fine. Or fine, yep, that too. I definitely could see that, yep. No question about it. I mean, I think he would have learned his lesson after the last time. I mean, what happened? Of course, these two got into a fight earlier this year, of course, because of uh, some incident that happened. I believe it was back in July, if I'm not mistaken. And it was very, very interesting to see when that all happened, ladies and gentlemen. And joining us on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, is the heartbreak kid himself, Fonzie, of course. Uh, Fonzie, uh, welcome to episode 68. Uh, we were just talking about Sin Car and Chris Jericho and a little tiff there in Europe earlier this past weekend. In fact, it happened late last night, however. What is your uh, opinion about this story between Sin Car and Chris Jericho? I never heard about it. This is. As soon as that came on, I heard about it. Uh, okay, well, the story is apparently Sin Cara was kicked off the bus, however, as they were traveling from Leeds, England, to Glasgow, Scotland, however, for tonight's show. Apparently, Sin Cara was making noises on the bus. He had been asked to stop, but kept making the noises while on the tour bus. As a result, this then led Jericho to, quote, more forcefully telling Cara to stop. He then told Jericho to bleep off as words were exchanged. Cara threw wild right hands at Jericho. Brothers jumped in to break it up. During the pull part, uh, Jericho bit Cara's finger and then that was when Carr was booted from the bus. Reports also say that Carr snapped in about two seconds without any warning or reason. I asked John this question. I'll ask you, too. do you think we could see a fine and a suspension out of this for Sin Cara? I think both. Yeah, I would think so, too. Well, we'll definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that, ladies and gentlemen. No question about it. Speaking of international tours, guys, how I have some dreaded news to report out of Auckland, New Zealand, however, and also Australia as of today. According to reports, however, WWE has now canceled two of their shows on Monday, December 5th and Tuesday, December 6th, for the Trust Arena in Auckland and the TSB Bank Arena in Wellington. As a result, fans will be refunded, however, and of course, new dates will be announced at a later time. Uh, John, your thoughts about these two dates, however, that have been pulled from the Australian-New Zealand tour? Did they really have to do that? Well, I don't know if it was maybe too small of a building or just maybe they had a tough time, however, uh, getting people uh, to buy tickets. I mean, your guess is good as mine. Uh, personally, I think it was kind of a ballsy pick, however, and a gutsy pick, however, mind you, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, 
That's just me saying that. But, uh, yeah, this is a tough break for uh, WWE. They had planned a big 10-day Australian tour. Now, too, the dates have been yanked off the card. So uh, there you go. However, um, unfortunately, we do not know have any new dates, however, to report at this time, but we will keep you up to date with this story. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take about these two dates that have been pulled down from the Australian-New Zealand tour? That's sad. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, and what is it, for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live? No, it's just a 10-day. I thought it was. I thought it was. No, uh, no, it's just going to be a regular NXT tour, however, mind uh, you. NXT. I thought it was the WWE tour. Yeah. I was like, it would have really sucked if they would have did that. Yeah, yeah. but, but they're, NXT, they're in Europe uh, Forget about it. Yep, they're in Europe. <laughs> but unfortunately, this is a bad break for them. I mean, they were expecting right, to have big yeah. crowds in Auckland and New Ze- in, uh, Wellington, New Zealand. Now you're going to do shows in Sydney. Uh, apparently Perth, Australia, you got Melbourne, Australia, and you got Queensland, New Jersey, uh, I almost said New Jersey, I would say Australia on this tour. So uh, you got to change right. up your dates a little bit. So uh, there you go. Oh, well. Oh, well. It, it happens. It happens. You're yeah. right. And yeah. uh, speaking of other news, ladies and gentlemen, we got some more news to report here this afternoon. According to MMAfighting.com, we understand earlier today an independent arbitration panel handed down a one-year suspension to John Jones. He will not be allowed to fight until July of next year because apparently Jones claimed he took a contaminated sexual performance pill and USAPA confirmed that the bill was tainted. But the arbitrator said in their decision that Jones didn't do his due diligence in determining whether or not he was using within the confines of the anti-doping policy and the WADA code. This is because the only questions Jones asked about the tab was for the teammate who gave it to him or not as it was from a effective from a sexual performance standpoint. Uh, Fonzie, I'm going to ask you your opinion about John Jones being suspended up to a year. Oh, jeez. Uh, he can't take a sexual pill. What's up in this world today? I don't know. Uh, it's what weird. The hell? What's the hell? I know. I know. It's crazy. Jeez. It's crazy. For what? It is crazy. Yeah, but I guess it's the rules. You can't. Uh, it's, it's probably like. Uh, it's like yeah. the NFL drug policy, you know, with yeah, marijuana exactly. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You can't, but it's you, a no-no. Yeah. But, you know what but, I'm saying? They do it on the fucking field. Yeah. They do it in the ring. Yeah. He did it outside of the, uh, outside of, you know, the like octagon. his house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like his house. Yeah. He can't do that because of the He do it on the, I can see if he smoked marijuana on the field. Well, the UFC policy. Yeah, it is bull, but you know the UFC has yeah. those strict rules in a way. Right, they, I know. They got to they got to play by the rules, however. And yeah, John, I got to ask know. you. And John, I got to ask you this question: What's your take about this uh, latest uh, rule by uh, UFC on uh, Mr. Jones? I agree with Fonzie on that. Yeah. Well, like I said, he I also to- have. I have news myself, too. Okay, uh, we'll get to that in just a second. We have one more uh, bit of news to kick in first. Uh, we did hear Paige is back in the gym. We understand, ladies and gentlemen, that she is slowly recovering from her neck surgery. And we understand earlier this w- last week, Brie Bell spoke with E online about her pregnancy. And yeah. Her, her, the well, comments she made. coming back, I heard. Yeah, well, this is I went she... on the website, 
Yeah, I heard that WWE. too. Yeah, so. but this, this is what she had to say uh, recently. On finding out they're having a girl between her and Daniel Bryan, she said, when I found out it was a girl, I actually got real emotional. I have such an amazing relationship with my mom, and I think, wow, I'm going to have that with my daughter. Also, as a woman, I now have my own blood to follow my legacy. It's such a special feeling, my mini-me. And on her pregnancy, <laughs> she said, pregnancies kicked my butt, I will admit. I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm going through WrestleMania every day. The nice thing is that right now I can take naps and not feel guilty. And I've had crazy mm-hmm. carb cravings. I feel like it's because I miss minus carbs so much. So now all I want to eat is bagels and fruit. I'm like, oh, great. Vegetables make me want to gag, and I'm a vegetarian. So it's kind of difficult. Uh, I do believe she's due at the end of the year, if I'm not mistaken, unless she yeah. has I think it is or early next year. Uh, I'm going to ask you, John, your thoughts about the comments by Brie Bella. Well, she is going to be in the spring of 2017. Correct, yes. And uh, we wish her nothing but the best along with Daniel Bryan. Uh, very interesting comments made, certainly. And, uh, Fonzie, I'm going to ask you your opinion about uh, what she uh, had to say in her latest interview. Yeah, I saw that yesterday, but I, she's talking with the WWE right now to try to come back. Yeah, so, but that's going to be tough, uh, right you know. Yeah, I think right after her pregnancy, she wants to come back in, in the ring and mm-hmm. you know, help her sister. Because I think she uh, talked to Daniel Bryan, her husband, mm-hmm. and I saw on um, on the WWE website yesterday. Yes. And I thought it was uh, my mistake. I thought it was uh, the pay-per-view last night. Uh, I guess it was not a pay-per-view. No. no, I got two more weeks. (laughs) Yeah, we got two more Uh, weeks. And, of course, next week we'll be having our Survivor Series predictions here, guys. Also, speaking of uh, people having kids, however, we want to congratulate Robbie and his wife who celebrated the birth of their twins over the weekend, TNA Superstar. And also we understand that as of Friday night, TNA and Billy Corgan have not settled their issues yet. However, they might be going back to court as TNA still owes him Two million dollars, apparently. So apparently yeah. the fight is still going on with TNA, guys. I mean, this is a very ugly story, to say the least. Also, we've heard that James Ellworth recently spoke on Talking Smack. He said he gets great feedback from Vince McMahon about what he's been doing so far. i got to ask you, John, what's your opinion about James Ellworth and what he's been saying so far? He's a nerd. <laughs> I, can, I can agree with that. I can definitely yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I was gonna say you're... That. I was going to say uh, the same thing to you, Fonzie. What were your thoughts about this, however, mind you? But, yeah, I would agree. I mean, to me, I've said it before to Chad and Gerard and everyone. To me, he reminds me a little bit of sort of like uh, the whole thing. He reminds me of the guy Kyle from, of course, uh, the movie Road Trip. He's got that nerdish ability. And I don't know why they keep holding on to him. It's just it's baffling to me. It really is. And finally, one more story before we get in. And this might be the one John's talking about. But if not, this is a big story we just heard over the weekend. This is going to blow your mind, Fonzie. And, John, I'm sure you heard this, too. Brooke? Hogan has talked to TMZ recently about the whole Hulk Hogan escapade in which she settled with Gawker last week. But recently, she spoke last weekend about her father maybe coming back for this year's WrestleMania. Brooks said yeah, before leaving I an undisclosed scene. I'll just say that I know people have been calling it from WrestleMania. Guys, I have to ask you this question. First off, will Hulk Hogan come back, number one? Number two, if he does, what role do you see him in? John, I'll start with you. I just want to say, if that was to happen... I'm sure him and McMahon Vince can uh, agree that he was he was wrong about saying that and that the Gawker set him up. Yes. 
Well, I mean, do we see him maybe in a match like possibly one final time? I mean, I mean, he hasn't been in the ring in a while. I mean, there's been talk for a while they wanted to do him and Cena. They wanted him to do him and uh, maybe uh, Kevin Owens. I mean, I don't know where they go from here with uh, uh, as far as the Hulkster goes. I mean, he's 63. What about him and Taker at Mania? You could do that, yeah. That would be interesting if you could maybe have one last match between the two of them in a career match. That that would be interesting because the taker has been advertised next week for the big Wilkes-Barre show in Pennsylvania, however, up at my neck. It was about four hours away. The 900th episode. Yeah, so, I mean, do you really want to put him in the ring next week with, I mean, at this year with Taker? I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, I'd like to see that happen. I mean, we'll definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that, no question about it. But uh, I would say right now, I think they're trying to discuss what they got planned for the Taker. They got planned for Hulk Hogan. I mean, we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take on uh, the Hulkster? Do we see him come back? And if so, what role do we put him in? Yeah, because I saw that on... WWE Network, uh, WWE.com, the website. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. he. They were talking that he wants to come back for the WrestleMania 33. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, they're talking, so might as well. Yeah, but uh, I, like John said, how about The Undertaker? Hulk Hogan The Undertaker for, but, yeah. but for the last ride or something, you yeah. know? Sure, sure, definitely. Yeah. So, and, and speaking of last we'll see ride, what happens. Yes. <laughs> and, speak, and speaking of last rides, guys, one final ride. I know we're talking a lot today. Uh, there has been rumors now, and I mentioned it to both of you about Roman versus Kevin Owens for the Universal Title coming up in Pittsburgh. It's been advertised for the uh, Roadblock Show coming up next month here in Pittsburgh. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take about KO and Roman going at it here at that, uh, Roadblock coming up right before Christmas? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I'm speechless on that one. Yeah, uh, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting when you think about it. Of course, we'll talk more about Monday Night Raw here this afternoon. Of course, we're definitely uh, keeping uh, an eye on the situation over there at the SSC Hydro Arena. Of course, they started taping the show just a few minutes ago, and we will have updates uh, before the afternoon's over. And we'll give you a little bit of an early spoiler uh, list, shall we say, as we're getting updated. I just heard right now, ladies and gentlemen, they have now announced, I can safely say, earlier just a few minutes ago, they have now announced the fifth person into the uh, – team, if you will. Let's just say it's a very interesting person that we all know too well, How one of our favorites, however, that has been announced and by his, Stephanie. And his name is Seth Frickin' Rollins. Yes, John, thank you very much. I was just going to come out and say it, but you got the news too, so yes, folks. I thought too. Yes, Seth Rollins, folks, so and in case you're, if you're, not, if you're under a rock somewhere and you don't want to hear us, how to turn down the volume, but if you're wanting to listen to us, yes, folks, it has now been confirmed that Seth Rollins will now become the member of Team Raw for the fifth person as apparently he will be announced tonight by Stephanie McMahon there in Glasgow. Uh, with and that, I have uh, John has news. some other news real quick uh, to tell us real quick. So One piece continue. of news. One piece of news we're going to share. Uh, John, by all means, go right ahead. Okay. As many of you, as many of everyone heard by now over the weekend, there was reports on Scott Hall missing Indy appearance. Yes. And here's the scoop from Floor 11 Mania. Okay. And I will read this out loud. All right, please do. Don't worry, I have more reports on what's been ha- what's been going on with the situation recently. Okay, and 
We'll also we have also one minor bit of news to report, however, after that, and it's kind of uh, non-wrestling related, but we'll touch upon it. So, John, go right ahead. All right. I can get it up. I knew fun. I have to report it, but okay. Well, while John's doing that, I will report on the story here, ladies and gentlemen. I am sad to report that earlier today, U.S. Attorney Janet Reno, who has been battling Parkinson's disease, lost her battle today at the age of 78. Uh, apparently, she passed away early this morning in Miami, Florida, we understand, and our thoughts and prayers are with the Reno family at this time. However, of course, this comes on the heels of the big election that's coming up tomorrow between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. But again, Jana Reno, ladies and gentlemen, former U.S. Attorney General who had Parkinson's disease and had been battling for quite some time, however, passed away early this morning in Miami at the age of 78. So our thoughts and prayers are with the Reno family today. All right, here we go. Here we go. This has been an up. This is updated now, and it was November six, two thousand sixteen, posted by Jeffrey Harris. Yes. As several of our commentators have noticed, DDP Diamond Dallas Page has taken to Twitter following Scott Hall's reported no show at Dream Wave Wrestling yesterday, and claims that he's not returning calls or texts posted. DDP posted this tweet. I haven't talked to Scott Hall in WO yet because I'm in Dominican Republic at a hashtag DDP yoga workshop. But from what I understand, he is okay, DDP. As of now, Hall has not made a public comment, and his last message on Twitter is still a post plugging Page's DVD on November 3rd, followed by two retreats right after. And here's what Wrestling Inc. had to say. All right. Wrestling Inc. reports that WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall missed a scheduled appearance at Dreamwave Wrestling for Saturday in Lawsall, Illinois. However, Hall apparently no-showed the event. Hall was set to appear with Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and Shawn Waltman. Hmm. Only Michaels and Nash ended up appearing at the event. Waltman was unable to make his appearance due to undisclosed reasons. Waltman later posted an apology for missing the event on his Twitter account, which you can read below. Earlier today, Dreamwave Wrestling CEO Jay Restful posted a tweet asking for someone to please check on Scott Hall and his whereabouts. Restful said that Hall is not returning any calls or texts after he failed to board a flight to the event. Hall has not reportedly posted a tweet since last Thursday. Last September, there were reports of Hall being kicked out at a TGI Friday for an Atlanta airport in an Atlanta airport. Hall later apologized for the incident and thanked fans for their support and concern after his recent relapse. And here's what Sean had to say on Twitter. Sincere apologies to DW Wrestling and its fans for today's absence. So I was really looking forward to seeing everyone in La Salle. And then Jay Restful tweeted this out. Someone should check on Scott Hall. He is not returning calls or texts. Never boarded his flight yesterday and missed his Streamwave booking. Hmm. So, very interesting. Well, we'll definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled. i got to ask you, that's a very, uh, very interesting uh, comments there, mate. i got to ask you uh, first uh, uh, there, uh, John. Do we fear the worst for Scott Hall or do we think he's okay? I mean, what's your opinion? My, I think he's okay, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised about this situation. 
Yes, and like you mentioned, of course, we saw what happened earlier this year at the TGI Fridays in Atlanta. Of course, he later had to apologize for his actions and his behavior, the way he acted, and of course, he uh, told his fans he was very, very sorry to hear about that, mind you, however. And uh, needless to say, it'll be very interesting uh, to see what happens, however. So uh, we will definitely be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think about the status of Scott Hall? Do we think he's okay? I mean, what's your take? Ah, there's something fishy about that. Yes. Something fishy about that. You miss, you miss your flight to, to uh, to, to a show, yep. and no text, no phone call. Yep. There's something fishy about it. But yep. um, I'm a little concerned about that because who knows? He might, you know, somebody kidnapped him. Or he's just MIA. Or he, uh, somebody destroyed his body or something. You don't know that. Well, well, we don't know about his whereabouts and his health and uh, yeah, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, you can like, I don't know. There's there's something fishy about that. Yes. You don't return your phone. You don't return anybody's phone call, text. Mm-hmm. Then there's something wrong about that. There's yes. something fishy that you know, you heard a guy from last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you hear somebody last Thursday and you hear him from last Thursday then you're there's something wrong. There's something wrong. But right. Well, I got- don't wanna say I don't wanna say bad anything. Mm-hmm. It could be okay. But you never know. These people at these worlds, oh, yes. you never know. Yeah. Well, we'll, de- we'll definitely be watching. We'll be watching this, guys. I mean, this this is very, very interesting. And, of course, we'll be keeping our eyes and ears peeled, ladies and gentlemen, in more ways than one. one Call ID one three eight seven four four. This is Episode 68 of Raw Radio from Monday, November 7, 2016. And of course, we'd like to wish all, wish all of our veterans a very early Happy Veterans Day coming up this week, which is on Friday. It'll be a very interesting day, I'm sure, for all those veterans out there. I know a lot of people who uh, be uh, off from work and school and that, but... Uh, uh, but that's not important. What is important is our veterans and leaders, however, so we'd like to wish them a very safe and happy Veterans Day week. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget tomorrow night, join Doc Brown and Marty McFly for 139, excuse me, 139926-pound at 7 p.m. as we take you back into the time machine for another great moment for wrestling revisit. And at 9 o'clock, we'll be having your early uh, thoughts about Monday Night Raw, the next to last show before Survivor Series. Of course, next Monday should be a great show in Buffalo, New York. We understand that Goldberg and Brock Lesnar have been advertised for that show the week before Survivor Series for just two weeks from now. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk more about that in a second. Anyway, the caller ID tomorrow night is 138055-POUND. You can listen to John at 9 p.m. along with myself, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, Rar T. Smith, Michelle Lindards, and the rest of our gang, of course, as we will be talking about Raw from tonight's show, our tomorrow night. And of course, on Wednesday night, we'll do the SmackDown review for you as we will have a triple stack lined up for you beginning at 630. But also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check us out, however, in more ways than one. Two weeks from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at 5 p.m., for a very special Survivor Series edition of 
uh, revolution, however, and that caller ID is the same, 138055-POUND. That will be getting underway at 5 p.m. one week from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, November 20th, however, as we will be talking about Survivor Series in more ways than one. Of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, of fact, next Saturday, not this Saturday, but a week from Saturday, we will have NXT TakeOver Toronto Live, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we'll talk more about the matches later on next week here on Raw Radio. Of course, a couple of the matches that have been listed already include Askua taking on Mickey James, Shinsei Nakamura, of course, taking on some Moa Joe, the Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger taking on Mr. Glorious, Bobby Roode, and of course the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament. So, guys, it's shaping up to be one heck of a couple weeks upcoming hours, starting off in two weeks, of course, uh, starting next Monday and stretching until the following Monday before Thanksgiving. Of course, we've got a lot going down. We're going to talk a lot about it next week here on Raw Radio. Of course, we were supposed to have originally a contest today between uh, Fonzie and Michelle Lindodds, but uh, unfortunately, Fonzie, I hate to disappoint you and burst your bubble, but this is accurate, and John, I told him this, sorry, too, and this is true. We like to send out get well wishes to the Black Widow. She's under the weather right now. She could not make it. She's been under the weather all weekend. She says she's trying to get That's better. Okay. So we will reschedule that for next I, week, okay. next Lord, Monday. Bobby. We will do that next Monday. So, folks, uh, our trivia contest is on hold for a week, so that's okay. Uh, but, with Michelle, we're thinking of you. We're missing you, and we hope that you get better soon. Of course, uh, we hope uh, that uh, things are getting uh, better for you, and hopefully you're listening to us this afternoon as well as everyone else here every day here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, all of our shows are archived by the Black Widow herself in more ways. And as I said, folks, Wednesday night, folks, we got a triple stack for you beginning with uh, outside the ropes, one four three zero eight seven every Wednesday night, six three. Mr. W. Chad Hinch and I talk about your latest movies, music, and non-wrestling news. And then at eight o'clock, Michelle joins myself and Gerard T. Smith, the Mr. and Mrs. Madness, as well as the Iceman, melt it down here on the table with the debate. One three nine nine two five, ladies and gentlemen, in more ways than we can listen to us every Wednesday night. That is because we like to debate uh, the hot topics. And of course, this week I imagine we're going to have a lot to discuss. However, as Survivor Series is just on the court. Who would have thought this, guys? I mean, 20 years now, the Survivor Series has been around. Almost, actually, no, not 20, 30. 30. 30, 30 years. years. My mistake yeah. is, I said 20, 30 years this year. And you know what? 1986. Right, 1986. <laughs> you know what? I, I was thinking this today, guys, and after we get to birthdays and dates in history, maybe if we have time, we're going to kick around maybe our top five and least top five, maybe as far as moments for the Survivor Series. I think it's only fitting, and we'll do some fancy matchups this afternoon. So I think we can uh, do something like that today because I'm in such a great mood, and the weather's fantastic. So we're going to get your opinions too, folks, and we'd love to hear you call in today and on the Survivor Series as well, so uh, feel free. We've given you the number, and we'll be definitely taking your phone calls here till 5 o'clock this afternoon. So right now, with that being said, how we're now going to turn it over to birthdays and dates in history with our own human suplex machine, John Gross, as he has the story about that. So, John, let's take it away. What do you got for us the last three days as far as dates and uh, birthdays go? All right, J.D., 22 years ago today, ECW presented November to Remember from the ACW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, the home of Extreme. Always been the home on Swanson and Rittner. First about halfway for the show, the Sandman appeared in a suit because he was blinded a few weeks earlier. That's right. And dark glasses to announce his retirement. Yes. He was uh, helped to the ring by ECW Commissioner... Todd Gordon. Yes. During Sandman's speech, his real life wife and former valet Peaches appeared. Yep. Then Sandman's other former valet Walman appeared and caned Peaches. Mm-hmm. 
as she was about to hit Sandman, Tommy Dreamer stepped in, mm-hmm. and then Sandman KO'd Commissioner Gordon, mm-hmm. ripped off his glasses, and beat down Dreamer. Yes, that was because I remember a few weeks before, I think it was on Hardcore TV, if I remember, Tommy actually stuck a cigarette and blinded the eye of the Sandman, actually. It was a few yeah. weeks before that, actually. Yeah. But this this major moment from the show would occur during the main event. Yes. Chris Benoit against Sabu. Oh, yes. When he broke Sabu's neck in 94, that's right. I do remember that, yes. And that's on and the Chris the Benoit Hard Rock DVD. Chris Benoit was nicknamed the Crippler, and it followed him until his death in 2007. <laughs> That's right. I do recall that now. Yes, that is right. And it's funny, the two of them would meet a few months later. I think it was in January, February of 95 in the second match uh, before Benoit teamed up with Dean Malenko and started uh, the the young triple threat at the time. But, yeah, I remember when Benoit Malenko used to team up here. But, yeah, Benoit and Sabu had some interesting matches in the early mid-90s. I remember 94, 95. There were some good ones there. 1997, the J-Crown was officially retired after the WWE took control of its light heavyweight title. Yes, that's right. I do remember that. Yep. Sixteen years ago, the ECW had November to Remember. Yes. And this was ECW's first pay-per-view since the show was canceled by TNN, now known as Spike TV, the previous month. That's right. Yep. All right. And I think... And I was going to say, I think the main event, if they list the matches and the, who was on the card, I think the main event, wasn't it Kare- Steve Carino, Jerry Lynn, and Justin Incredible, I believe, in a triple threat? And the Sandman in a double Jeopardy match. That's right, double Jeopardy match. I forgot Sandman. That's right, yes, it was in Chicago at the legendary Odium. I remember that. I had that DVD, actually. Yeah. All right, 15 years ago from Long Island, New York, we had two title changes on Monday Night Raw. Taz defeated the Edge to win the WWE Intercontinental title, and The Rock beat Chris Jericho to win the WCW Championship. That's right. I do recall that. Yep. So The Rock would be the last man to hold the WCW world title before it is unified a month later by Chris Jericho. That's correct. I do remember that. And so not many people know that. Yes. 14 years ago today in... Manchester, New Hampshire, Edge and Rey Mysterio beat Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle 2-1 to one in the best of three falls match to win the WWE Tag Team titles. And they were a good team. That was a good match, I remember. All four of them busted their ass, and that was one of the better matches I remember when they fought. Them. Ten years ago today, WWE presented Cyber Sunday. Yes. With, um... Ric Flair and Roddy Piper winning the WWE Tag Team titles over the Spirit Squad. Lita winning the WWE title, women's title, for the last time. Yes. And King Booker beat John Cena in the Big Show to retain the world heavyweight title. Why? Because Kevin Federline interfered. That's right, and that kicked off the Kevin Federline John Cena feud for a while. I remember. Where was that actually held? I think it was in Cincinnati, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because uh, I remember Piper and Flair had been up and uh, down, and that was the first time I think ever they held tag team belts because they never were like uh, t- 
tag team champions, even going back to their days when they first started out in Mid-Atlantic, back in the mid to late 70s, early 80s, I remember, down there in the Carolinas, I remember. Uh, here's the best of CSS on this day. The Seth Rollins knee injury in 2015 last year, that was confirmed. That's right. I remember we broke that story, actually, midway through the show, one, of the, one of the episodes we had. That's right. You were the one that broke it in, I remember. And I later watched yeah. the video three days later, a couple days later, I remember, watched it a few days afterward. And that, that was a brutal injury. And now here it is a year later, and now he's uh, back to full strength, if you will. The human cyborg, as I'm calling him, if you will. Yeah. Do we have but any the first question days? is... Yeah. That birth, I think the birth, one birthday we had, I, I can't remember her name, but mm-hmm. I'm sure. But let's go on to November 6th. Okay. All right. All right. And while John's looking at that, I mean, I know this is tough for me to stomach that both of you guys are saying this. How we want to send out a congratulations to the Chicago Cubs this past week for winning the World Series. What a great World Series it was for them, however. And I know one of our good colleagues, uh, the last kicker herself, the lovely, lovely uh, co-first lady of wrestling, however, besides the real, the true first lady of wrestling, the black And I called it, too, Chicago. Yes, Yes, you did, John. And uh, we want to congratulate the Cubs uh, for winning this. And, of course, uh, our good friend, uh, the last kicker, Emery Reckenbach, is a diehard Cub fan. She's probably been pity all week, I know, but the Cubs win. They had a crazy parade, I know, on Friday. Five million people showing up at the parade. It was definitely a party time on Friday in Chicago. Go, Cubs, go. Exactly. I think a lot of people went there. It was, it, was a great, it was a great series, guys. I mean, it was a great series. It was. It was, one, it was one of the better World Series I've seen for the it was, it, Yeah, at 3 to 1, you thought it was all over, and Cleveland had the yeah. series won. And then suddenly yeah. the Cubs in the last couple games oh, woke up. What happened? Right what happened? Mistake by the lake. All yeah. right? I hate well, if, if our friend, If our good friend, if our good friend yeah. Tim Randall's was in town, I know he'd not like to hear that, but you know what? No. Just I'm not going to be mean and saying this in a mean no, spirit no, way. No, None no. of us are saying this in a mean spirit way, so if he's listening, but, we're not saying it in a mean spirit, but you know what, though? It's just that the Cubs had a little bit more firepower the last two games than Cleveland. Granted, Cleveland came back in that game seven. I mean, they were up down 6-1, and they came back to tie them. Yep. This was a fight. And in 6-6, six, six, you thought... You took a 15-minute rain delay, and then all of a sudden the skies opened up, and they finished it, and it was drama to the very end. So, guys, I mean, it was incredible. It was a great World Series, like you said, Fonzie, and like I said, I think it was the best World Series I've seen in the last 15 years. It was one of the better finals I've seen. That's what happened in 1979. Yeah, oh well, yeah. It was in the Orioles. The Orioles. Yeah, well, I, I also told John, too, and I think I forwarded to John, and I even told John, 30, 35 million people watched the series the last yeah. year. It yeah. was a big ratings grabber the last couple of games. I mean, they really yeah. were hooked into that last two games. And it was yeah. fun because they really liked what they saw. So it was yeah. definitely fun. So definitely congratulations to both teams on a great season. No question. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Right. let's go to Sunday. What do you got? All right, 22 years ago, yes, which was 1994, yes, AAA Puerto Rico, I, Puerto Rico's IWC and WCW are presented when worlds collide. Yes, and one of the best matches of 
the night was El Hijo del Santo in Octagon yes. beating Los Gringos Locos Eddie Guerrero in Love Machine. Yes, and that was Eddie's uh, buddy, Art Barr, believe it. That's how he got the frog splash developed. I remember he, Art Barr taught him, because I think Art Barr left it less than a few months later, however. And uh, I think right around the time after Eddie uh, fought this, however, he got a break in the ECW. Paul Heyman contacted him, but he also told Paulie to bring in Art Barr, and Art Barr looked like he was ready to come in, and everything was ready to go. But all of a sudden, however, he suddenly uh, passed away at a very young age, and... Uh, Eddie never got a chance to uh, bring him in, but uh, he dedicated his career after Art Bar, his best friend who taught him the frog splash. Yep. 18 years ago today on ECW Hardcore TV, the Dudley Boys beat Masada Tanaka and Balls Mahoney to win the ECW World Tag Team titles for a record fifth time. Great match. I remember watching that. That was a fantastic match, I remember. Sixteen years ago today on Rollins War from Houston, Texas, Bull Buchanan and the good father of Right to Censor beat the Hardy Boys to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. On the same show, Nora Greenwald made her WWE debut as Molly Holly. Yes, formerly Mona in WCW. Yep, the lady cousin of Crash and Hardcore. Yes. Also on that same night, TX, which consisted of Triple H, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and China, mm-hmm. defeated the Rad, made their one night only return by defeating the Radicals. Hmm. But it was short lived. Hmm, interesting. Cousin Attack team match for Steve Austin and The Rock, taking on Rikishi and Kurt Angle. The hmm. Rock was attacked backstage. Forcing this match to be a handicap match. That's right. I do recall that, yes. And then, when it looked like Austin was out, Triple H came down, and many thought he was going to help the rattlesnake, but no. I'm doing my show, too. Yes. Monday Night Raw. Yes. Yes. Yep, that was Monday Night Raw. That's right. Yes. Triple H hit Austin with the sledgehammer and said, Austin, your search is, is over. over. Yes. Now you know. Do we have a clip of that, maybe, if we can find it? Yes, we, yes, I can find Yes, I can find it. Okay, we'll play that later, but don't play it right now. Keep going. All right. You know what? I'm not going to play that. <laughs> okay. Um, 16 years ago today... Crowbar beat Reno to win the WCW Hardcore title. Okay. Fourteen years ago, Jerry Lynn beat AJ Styles to win the TNA X Division title. Now this this is going to be another tragic a tragic story. 2003, Mike Lockwood, best known to wrestling fans as Crash Holly, passed away and his friend Stevie Richards' home in Narvar, Florida. He was only 32 years old. Oof, yikes. Yeah, and who know who could ever forget the 24-7 rule? Yes, you're right, you're right. Yes, 11 years ago today, Joey Styles returned to commentary 
as the lead play-by-play announcer for Raw, alongside Jonathan Coachman and Jerry Lawler. You know, he wasn't bad, I remember, when he tried his luck in WWE, however. For a time, he was pretty good. I think him and the thing was, there was a lot of people said that, going back to even the 90s, I think it was, there was a lot of tension between Joey and the King, however. But it didn't seem like it. I think Coach and Joey, or, yeah, Coach and uh, Joey just never saw eye to eye on some things, you know? All right, 10 years ago today, WWE signed T.J. Wilson, known as Tyson Kidd. Yes. Um, 10 years ago today, Eric Bischoff on Raw in Columbus. Eric Bischoff took over as the Raw general manager for one night. Hmm. Until he was, uh... Attacked by DX and Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember that. He was in. I remember. I think they kind of. They really ridiculed well, him that, that night. He was what on. What was this guy's name? John? Big Dick Johnson, his name was. Oh, my God. Big Dick Johnson. If you that's can find right. his video and look it up, Fonz, you'll see a clip of him. However, he was uh, just. It's pretty out there, let's just say. More ways. Johnny Knight. Okay, Johnny Nitro beat Jeff Hardy in a no disqualification match to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yes. And that show was noted for Kevin Federline, K-Fed, challenging John Cena to a match on the New Year's 2007 Raw with Cena accepted. That's right. They had to wait a couple yeah, can that. only be described as bizarre. Yes. That 80-second video above... Or maybe this one may have led, in part, led to Fetterline in singer Britney Spears' divorce. Hmm. Various Hollywood gossip websites reported Kevin went into a rage and destroyed property after Spears, after mm-hmm. Spears left at a tape of Fetterline's appearances on WWE programming. Hmm. Brittany filed for divorce the next day. You know, they were talking at that time, however, when Cena and K-Fed got in the whole thing, however, that they wanted her to come on to Raw, and at the last minute she sandbagged them. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, happy 73rd birthday for the original world's strongest man, Kenneth Wayne Patera. Ah, one of the greats, Ken Patera, one of my all-time faves. I, I'll tell you what, guys, you want a great match of Kenny Patera's to watch. Watch the match he had with Bob Backlund from 1980, if you can find it on YouTube at MSG, a Texas death match. Great, great match. And, of course, he was led by managers over the years like Captain Lou Albano, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and, of course, probably one of the most flamboyant managers of his time, the late, great Ernie Roth, better known to you all as the Grand Wizard, a true icon. in MSG. No, Who? Wizard? Not. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. Were you talking about Wizard there? What? You know, I was no. mentioning, I think I said, however, I was mentioning the Grand Wizard, and Fonzie said something. Did you say the Grand Wizard stinks? Is that what you said, Fonzie? No, no, no. I was I was talking to my satellite radio, and I hit the button, and I said, you stink. Oh, think. okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I didn't. I thought you were talking no, about no, what no, I said. No, no, yeah, no Grant no, Wizard no. was a great manager, man. He yeah, used to manage guys like that, yeah. he managed no, Sergeant no. Slar, he managed Valentine, he managed a lot of great guys over the years. He was a unique flamboyant manager. It's a shame that not, he has not been put in the Hall of Fame, cause I, unless he is in the Hall of Fame. But if he isn't, they ought to put him in there, because he was such a great manager back in the 70s and 80s. No question about it. Okay, uh... 
John, sorry about that. Please continue. Yeah, yeah but talking about Patera, he got himself vaguely in trouble with the law with the law in uh nineteen eighty four. Yes, him and Mr. Saito, I remember. It was a rock throwing incident at a uh McDonald's. Yeah. They were both convicted in August of nineteen eighty five and were sentenced to two years in prison. Well, it was very interesting, no question, no doubt about it. Mhm. Okay. So well, he came Go ahead. All right, November 7th. Yes, today. All right. <laughs> and while John's looking at this, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you all, ladies and gentlemen, one week from this Friday, however, if you're in the Orlando, Florida area, however... Get ready. WrestleMania tickets are going on sale. What, for WrestleMania 34? 33. Oh, 33, Orlando, that's right. Yes, this year's WrestleMania, however. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they're all now 34. I... They keep saying that, the, that right now that there's like three or four places they are discussing they want to do number what, 34. for what, 34? But 34, yeah, they're talking about could be at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. They're talking about maybe Madison Square Garden back in New York. They've talked. Oh, uh, they've talked about maybe. They can do Madison Square Garden. I want you hold eighteen thousand. Yeah, eighteen twenty thousand. You, know right. you know what I'm saying? In Philadelphia, what are you gonna do the Heinz Field? Well, That's yeah, in Pittsburgh would be a good place. You're right. Something like like Philadelphia. Because on the field, you could have at least eighty eighty thousand. We're going to have 80000 this year with Orlando, and the thing I've heard, if it's not in Philadelphia, one of the other places I keep hearing, though, guys, could be the new Vikings team, Minneapolis, like that was supposed to be. Yeah, that Tennessee. could be two. That could be two. Yes. That could be two. And uh, right now, guys, I can now confirm, however, right now, I'm looking at the spoilers right now, and John, I'm sure you've heard these too, but right now, guys, we have heard how that the Raw Tag Team has now been set. It will be consisting of the following. Enzo and Cass, Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson, The New Day, we don't know which members yet, Cesaro and Sheamus, and really, The Golden Truth. Oh, oh no. Yeah, unfortunately, our oh, truth and gold dust are teaming man. up. So we do not see the shining stars. We do ah. not see... Uh, Whoever the uh, I don't know, whoever else they find, but yeah, they've got four or five teams so far, and also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sami Zayn will be taking on Rusev tonight. The winner of that will face Dolph Ziggler for the IC title. However, coming up in two weeks. So, guys, uh, some interesting developments coming out of Glasgow right now. We're gonna keep that, could, with that, that should be an interesting match, Zayn and Rusev. Yeah, that should be an entertaining match. I mean, hopefully Zayn uh, will be uh, coming through. I mean, he's had his battles lately, battling big guys. I mean, just ask Braun Strowman. I mean, after what happened a couple weeks ago with that. But, All uh, right. We'll is anyone ready? Is everyone ready for my uh, histories and birthdays now? Yes, we're ready for Monday. Please fire away, John. All right. Harley Ray in Japan, which was 1979. Yes. Harley Ray beat Giant Baba. To regain the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Hmm. Thirty-one years ago today, in 1985, WWE presented the wrestling classic from the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois. 
The show's two hooks, a one-night single elimination tournament, and a Rolls-Royce giveaway. Huh. Yeah, and Uh, who who won that? JYD, right? Yep. That's what I thought. Yep. 22 years ago today, a family feud exploded in Butchkill, Pennsylvania, as it was the team of Brett the Hitman Hart and the British Bulldog, defeating Owen Hart and Jim the Angel Nineheart. That's right. And the show is most remembered for what happened at about the halfway point. An emotional Vince McMahon on commentary announced that the macho man, Randy Savage, left the WWE. That's right. And he went on to CW, I remember. Savage's final appearance came on the previous week, Raw, as he got into a heated argument during the Bob Backlund Lex Luger match. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that because there was talk, I remember, they wanted to do something with him and Backlund, and at the time, however, he felt that, uh, he, I mean, he told Vince, I remember, I think off camera, I think in an interview, or I heard someone mention it in an offline interview, I think it was Kevin Nash talked about the whole thing in general, he said that Backlund really at that time, however, was really difficult to work with, and Savage went up to him, I think, before that show, however, a couple weeks before that, and said to him, however, hey, I like to work with you, I've, I've watched your work over the years, How are you going back to old school, I mean, my dad's seen you work over the years, and I've seen you, would you like to work some program with me? And Backlund was a little hesitant, he really wasn't feeling it, if you will, I think he had mixed emotions about it at the time. Yeah. Um, All right. Go ahead, please continue. Yeah. All right. And you said that was when? 1994. And that was where? In uh, Bushkill, Pennsylvania. Okay. Is it down uh, your neck of the woods, Shane? It's about four hours away. It's up by Harrisburg, up in Hershey, up north. Yeah. North of Hershey. By State College. Uh, Yeah, by State College. Yes, exactly. That's right, Fonte. Yes, it's up on 81 and uh, I-76. I know where it is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly where it is. They have have a casino there. It's called the uh, Fernwood Casino. I think it's still there. Yeah, yeah. Because I know a few people have been there. 17 years ago today, ECW presented November to Remember in Buffalo, New York. Yes. Twelve years ago today, in 2004, TNA started the monthly pay-per-view era with Victory Road. Yes. <laughs> um, we had a Monty Brown defeating the Biss and Raven in the first ever Monsters Ball match. Yeah. <laughs> and we had Scott Hall and Kevin Nash make their TNA debuts. Hmm. Interesting. As well, with both of them helping Jeff Jarrett retaining the NWA World Heavyweight title over Jeff Hardy. Huh. Yeah, I remembered that. Yes. They came and helped him. That's right. And yeah. that post-match as well featured the TNA debut of Randy Savage. Wow, a lot of big names there showing up that night, that's for sure. Yeah, yep. 11 years ago today, Midway Games announced that a video game deal with TNA, the game TNA Impact, would be released in 2008. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But despite selling 1.5 million copies, a sequel would not be produced. As Midway went on to bankrupt shortly 
after the game's release. Hmm. Interesting. I'm okay. Alright. Happy 59th birthday to Christopher Allen Pallies, best known to wrestling fans all around the world as King Kong Bundy. The yeah, man, King Kong Bundy. The man who, uh, of course, uh, uh, he's 59. 59? Yeah, 59. Holy he's shit. 60 years old. God bless him. I mean, he, uh, of course, still has the record, guys, I think, for the uh, short yeah. well, Until this this last year, however, mind you, however. Um, that being said, however, I mean, uh, like I said, however, um, like I said, however, um, bear with me here, folks. Uh, like I said, however, there we go. Sorry about that. I had something to tie up, something like that. Uh, okay, as I was saying, however, uh, that was he had the longest record until this past year with John Cena, or The Rock did this last year, beating Bray Wyatt of holding the shortest match ever in WrestleMania. Rock, sure. I mean Eric Rowan, not Eric Rowan. Thank you. You're right. You're right. Sorry about that. You're right. So uh, yes, very very unique. However, so 59. Who else we got? And he had feuds with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant too. Yes, that's right. WrestleMania two. WrestleMania two. And that was the first and only time they had a steel cage match in WrestleMania. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, in Los Angeles. That's right. You were right on that. Who could he? Who could ever forget as well that that Bundy in, at WrestleMania three body slamming Little Beaver too. Yes, that's right. Uh, him and him and his partners, uh, Little Tokyo and Lord Littlebrook, against the Haiti Kid and uh, Hillbilly uh, Jim in that. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Well, after he left, he he returned to the WWE in the fall of 1994 as a part of the Million Dollar Corporation. And he was also squashed, if I remember, by the Undertaker. Oh yes, he was one of the Undertaker's. Streak victim. Yes. Yeah. And ever since, and Bundy hasn't been in the WWE since 1995. Well, let me ask you this, guys. I mean, we know he's a big guy. I mean, do you think they should put him in the Hall of Fame? I mean, considering his WWE career and his career outside WWE. I mean, he was in Mid-Atlantic for a while, I think I heard. He was in world-class championship wrestling. He, of course, took on Fritz von Erich back in 1982 at Texas Stadium. I remember in one of Fritz's final matches. Uh, what would you say about Bundy going into the Hall of Fame? I'd say he might. Yeah, I could see that happen. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What do you think? Yes, yes. Definitely. All right. What else we got as far as the birthday list goes today? That's it. Well, I did see some others real quick there, and I'll point them out real quick. Uh, first off, Thursday... Or Saturday, we want to wish happy birthday to Nick Magnus Aldis, believe it or not, who turned 30. Mohammed Hassan is 35 today. Joey Ryan is 37. And Tony Schiavone, folks, is 59 today. So happy birthday to all of them as well. And uh, on Former this day, WCW announcer and also, WWE. he was also, probably also known for one of his best, uh, one of his, uh, Ooh, best calls. In the Bash at the Beach in 1996. Right, and also uh, the one when he made when he uh, told everyone about Mick Foley winning the title the night, however, the finger poke of doom night, however, when uh, people switched over to watch Raw. 
Um, also on this day, real quick side note, the late Sky Low Low, however, who was a wrestler back in the 70s, died at the age of 70 on this date, however, 18 years ago today. So Jeez. those are some other dates. So definitely a lot to uh, take in, guys. But uh, thank you very much, John. Uh, certainly, of course, I, have, uh, I also have breaking news leading up from the uh, spoilers as well. Oh, okay. John's keeping oh. us up to date on the spoiler list. Don't okay, John, spoil it. Let's watch it. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, some people are listening to us, some people aren't listening to us. I mean, that's okay. What do you got? I know, I know. <laughs> Fatal five-way match. Ooh. It's going to be Roman Reigns. Yes. Taking on Braun Strowman. Yes. Kevin Owens. Yes. Chris Jericho. Yes. And Seth Rollins. Ooh, so I guess we don't have to worry about the main event now, guys. This is going to be, it looks like, our going to be a And Noam Dar will also make his debut tonight in the Cruiserweight. Yes, uh, in fact, he will be teaming up with Kendrick, I understand, believe it. I'm looking here right now. He actually teamed up with Kendrick tonight, folks, taking on Sin Cara and Rich Swan. So apparently Sin Cara, after his little melt, little incident, if you will, yesterday, I guess, was kept on the card for tonight's show. So, uh, we'll definitely be uh, watching that very carefully, guys. And, of course, we will definitely be getting everyone's approval here shortly. So I don't think we have to worry about the main event. It looks like that is going to be our main event, if you will. But thank you very much, John. One seven two four. however... Bear with me, folks. I'm just trying to do something here. Okay. One seven two four. However, four 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 seven four four four. Call ID one three eight seven four four. This is episode sixteen. You got the human suplex machine. You got, of course, also uh, the heartbreak kid, of course. And I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jerry Jamalos Fonzie, and John Gross from Virginia joining me here this afternoon, guys. We were now talking about the Survivor Series, however, and of course the 30th anniversary coming up this year. We're definitely going to talk about some of the. Can I say something, JD, before you? Get into the Survivor Series thing? Yeah. Yeah, please, by all means, yeah. Okay. All right. I know I know that there's a lot of people out there yes. you know, are, like, disgusted about the ads of uh, Donald Trump, Hillary. Yes, with the big election coming out tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Katie McGinty. Please, everyone, if you're hearing today, yeah. please, just go vote. It don't matter who you vote, because your vote mm-hmm. counts each way. Yes. Each, whoever goes, it counts. Mm-hmm. Just go out and vote, mm-hmm. and just cast your vote, and be done with it. Because I'm tired of hearing these commercials about mm-hmm. this, about that. Mm-hmm. Let's get this over with. We got less than 24 hours. Yep. And before the poll opens at yes. 7 o'clock a.m. until 8 p.m. tomorrow night, yes. please, if you get a chance, everyone, go out and vote because it counts. Yeah. I know anybody don't want to vote, yes. but go vote anyway because one vote matters <laughs> more anything of general. Oh, it yeah. don't matter if it's Well, Fred, I could have said that any better. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so and la- yesterday was a fun day, except for the Steelers' loss. But yeah. I had a great time with my best friend. We hanged out yes. until like uh, until like in the third quarter, and mm-hmm. yeah. Thinking. So it was fun. It was a fun Sunday, and yeah. But I wanted the uh, 
say my prayers to uh, Michelle and Oz. Yeah. I hope you're listening. Sorry you can't kick my butt on Seth Rollins, but I hope you're feeling better. You can yeah. hear this. Yes. Yeah. I hope you feel better, and you know, hopefully you'll be on next week. Yes. You know, and kick my butt on Seth Rollins, but I got a re I got a revenge on Goldberg against you. Yeah. So if I lose to Seth Rollins, uh, you better be worried about yeah Goldberg. But right. I hope you feel better. And uh, I know it stinks because we might see snow for the first time Saturday and Sunday. So. That's true. We, we, yeah, we, 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 <laughs> what? Are be in the yeah. Yeah. There has been talk be about it. He's right, John. He is yeah, right. There has been talk. There has been a little. There has been a little. So go ahead and vote, and uh, I hope you guys. That'd be crazy um, when it happens, but definitely we'll yeah, be watching. And so, like you said, like, we'll definitely be uh, saying our thoughts yeah. to Michelle. And uh, thank you yeah. very much, Valentine. Uh, as you yeah. said, Howard, definitely for the people out there today, they're listening here. Please go out and vote, Howard. I know um, you're against some of these people, but you know what? He couldn't. couldn't send any better. Vote is worth everything, Howard. Tomorrow, Howard, just do your civic duty as much as you don't want to. Maybe, Howard, just go out there and stand up for what you believe in and how you believe in everything, and uh, cast your vote certainly. Okay, speaking of votes, I couldn't have said it better myself, Janie. Exactly, me either, John. And speaking of votes, guys, we're now going into the 4 o'clock hour. We are expecting, hopefully, Gerard T. Smith joining us here in a few minutes. I just got off the uh, line with him a few seconds ago. Hopefully, he'll be calling in here. He will also try to give us his thoughts about the Survivor Series. If not, we will definitely hear from him tomorrow night. But Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw should be coming into the line very shortly. We know that his boys yesterday beat the L.A. Rams. Of course, my boys took a pounding yesterday against Baltimore. I don't want to even discuss that right now. But what we are going to discuss in casting votes, guys, we're we're going to cast our top five votes in our opinions as far as matches and Survivor Series overall and get everyone's top favorite five over the years. How are this is the 30th anniversary? I'll be right back, Janie. i got to take a uh, two-minute warning. Okay, John's going to step out for two minutes. I'm always doing that. Uh, we're going to get his vote. We're going to get my vote. We're going to get Fonzie's vote as well, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget how one week from this coming Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, that's the right. One week from this Saturday, folks. NXT TakeOver will be coming to you live from Toronto in the Air Canada Center, ladies and gentlemen. I am looking at the card right now as we speak, and here's what we got so far as far as the matches go. This is what we've heard so far. It'll be Nakamura taking on Joe, Askua taking on Mickey James, Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we can confirm a fourth match has now been listed. It will be TM61, Nick Miller and Shane Thorne, taking on the Authors of Pain, Razier and Akeem, with Precious Paul Ellery, the new Road Warrior team that he has developed. Razier, better known by his real name, Jazim Selmani, who is from the Netherlands, six foot four, 328 pounds. Oh, shit. And this is his bio. There's a no joke. Yeah. yeah, but this is going to blow your mind. He started practicing judo from the age of four, took up kickboxing at 12, and began training at mixed martial arts three years later at 15. This guy's a monster. This guy's a monster, guys. I'm telling you. So, I mean, you got him and his partner, however, uh, Akam. I don't know his first name, but these guys are going to be taking on TM61 here as it is now a final. The Authors of Pain, of course, took care of D.I. Why Johnny Gargano and Tomasio Siapa last week? TM61 took 
took, took on Sanity, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, he took care of them. So now that was last week. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we are happy to report that coming up on November 30th, ladies and gentlemen, that NXT will be doing their final tapings of 2016 into 2017. They're at Full Sail University in Orlando. So, ladies and gentlemen, however, coming up, believe it or not, um, three. Um, the 30th is, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. That's 30th is this uh, Wednesday, November. Uh, Okay, so three weeks from Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. Be there at Full Sail University, ladies and gentlemen. Follow you uh, NXT buffs out there to catch the great action of the biggest superstars like Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, Ty Dillinger, uh, of course, uh, Askewa, of course, Shinsei Nakamura, Samoa Joe, and all your favorites. And speaking of Austin Aries, of course, last week he had surgery to repair a very severe injury. He suffered a week and a half before the hands of Nakamura. Mm-hmm. He will be out of action, at least until the early part of next year. So I know he is definitely on the mend right now, recovering. So uh, I believe John has now returned to the line with us. So yes, I've returned. Okay, so I now, have returned. Okay, we are now going to cast our votes, guys. The top five, the least top five as far as Survivor Series uh, uh, events go. We'll also talk about, ladies and gentlemen, some of the matches that were great over the years, our top favorites and our least favorites. However, I'm going to turn it over to John right now to give us his top five and uh, as far as uh, what years were his favorites as far as Survivor Series goes in the year. And then, of course, I'll go to Fonzie next, and then I'll give you mine. And then we'll give you our least favorite, however, as far as Survivor Series and so on, and we'll play it by there. And, of course, we're also expecting, hopefully, not only Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, joining us on the line today, as we mentioned, and he is supposed to join us here in a few minutes. We will also have the King, hopefully, join us here. Gerard T. Smith joining us, maybe, hopefully, on the line this afternoon as well. So, John, tell us right now, what are your top five Survivor Series uh, pay-per-views of all time that you've enjoyed over the years? My top five has to be, number one, The Undertaker debut at the 1990 Survivor Series. Yes, that was in uh, Hartford, Connecticut. I do recall that. Yes, okay. Number yep. two. Number two has to be the... Uh, First Survivor Series elimination match in 1987. Yep, that's outside of Cleveland in Richfield. That's right, yep. Number three, um, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, Survivor Series 1996. Yes, in the one Garden. The best match, one of the best matches in the Garden. Second to Undertaker versus Mankind. That's that was also the night The Rock made his debut, I remember. Yes. And Jimmy Snuka made his return, too. That's right. He was out of action for quite a while. That's right. He, he has returned back to the Garden. That's right. I do recall that now. Yes. Number four. He was in, I think he was inducted into the Hall of Fame before that. I think so. Yeah, I think it was around that time. That sounds right to me. Yeah. Okay, number four. Number four. Number, the big four. <laughs> um... The number four has to be the uh, Montreal Screw Job. Yes, 1997, the following year between Brett and Sean. Okay, and number five. Number five. Oh, who could I forget? How can I forget this? 2014 Sting. Ooh, very good, very good. Yes, you picked five good moments there. I like that. Yes, that was in St. Louis, Missouri. I do recall that. However, it was a very interesting show. Okay, uh, Fonzie, let's go to you next. What are your top five uh, Survivor Series moments? Uh, 
I'm trying to think now. Um, the Undertaker. Yes. Versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a Verity Live match. Yes. Now, that, that didn't happen at Survivor Series. That happened in December 1998 at Rock Bottom. But they were leading into that, though. I know where he's going at it, though. That's okay. Yeah. What? That was not a Survivor Series? No. No, no, what no. A, a Buried Alive match happened at Survivor yeah, Series, but, we're not but, sure, wasn't, but it wasn't that year, I don't think. No. I don't think. I know The Undertaker. Oh, uh, no. It was The Undertaker and Shane McMahon, remember? Uh, we got... were close on that, but it, it was a McMahon he fought, but it wasn't Shane. It was Vince, though. Vince. I know, it's Vince, though. But, yeah, I know where he's going. Okay, that's number one. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, hmm. Uh... I like this coming match coming up Fox in this thirty this year. Okay. Is a Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Okay. That's a good one. Um, this year in Toronto, so your number two. Yeah. It was another one too, like that. I can't remember what year it was. It was this. Yeah, it was Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Remember the Big Show was in it. Oh yeah. And he was okay. left alone by himself. That was, uh, hold on, I think in a way, I know where you're going with it. Yeah, 2005, you're thinking? I think so, yeah. yeah. Shawn Michaels, Kane, Big Show, Carlito Masters versus Batista, Ray, late JBL, Bobby Lashley, and Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's three. And Eddie Guerrero uh, was supposed to be in that match, too. Until that's right, his, Eddie, yeah. and Eddie passed away about a month before. Yeah, so they, Eddie right. passed away there, yeah. That's the month. And Randy Orton. Uh, and he took, Randy took, took Eddie's spot in that. In that match. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, you got two more. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, man. And if you think about it, they considered doing a buried alive match for Orton versus Taker at Survivor Series, guys. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's true. In 2005. Yes, that's right. All right. Yeah. Uh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> uh, was the Raw? There was another Barry the Live match. It was probably like four, wasn't it? Um, JD. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I, John. Come <laughs> I don't believe so. I I, I think so. But you think it has another one? Because I remember Stone Cold uh, had a monster truck and crushed a hearse. Remember? Oh, yeah. April of 1999. That was Backlash, though. That was Backlash? Yeah. That's Backlash. Uh, then, uh, I don't know the other two. That's okay. Uh, you, you, you name three. That's okay. No problem. All right, guys. Here are mine, and you're going to be blown away when you get hear my list. Number one, John, I can't believe you didn't think about this one, and this is going to really bite you in the ass when you hear it. The Hulkster versus the Taker in 91. Number one. I would have to put that number one. Number two would be Brett versus Sean the next year, the first time they met in Survivor Series in Richfield, Ohio. Number three, Bret Hart versus Diesel. No DQ match for the WWE title. Diesel was the champion. Number four, the very first ever Elimination Chamber, however, mind you. Believe it or not, however. That was Triple H taking on Shawn Michaels, taking on Michaels, HBK, Jericho, Kane, Van Dam, Booker T. And, number and one of the most brittle matches ever. Yes, it was. 
And number five, I'm going to say, however, the Survivor Series 93. Lex Luger, Taker, the Steiners versus Yokozuna, Crush, Kovacer Jacques, and Ludwig Borga in Boston. Those are my top five, guys. I would have to put those as my top five. Now, my least top five, here's my list I've got so far. Um, I would say 1994. I know you talk about this match uh, that year very exclusively. John Taker and Yokozuna. I'll we'll have to put that at number one. Number two, I would say Survivor Series 06. Booker versus Batista just did not excite me at all. Number three, Survivor Series 08. Jericho and Cena, eh, it was okay. Uh, number four, Survivor Series 12. Even though we saw the Shield make their debut on this night, how I'll have to maybe go back and watch it again and maybe have a better take on this. However, I would say the triple threat involving Punk, Cena, and Ryback. And number five, I know this is going to really surprise you guys, but last year, Roman and Dean for the vacant title just did not excite me at all. Those were the matches, five ones that really just didn't give me a good feeling whatsoever. So I'm going to put those as my uh, least favorite five. Uh, John, what are your least favorite five? Okay. My least favorite five was um, 89. Yep. The Hulk Hogan um, Ultimate Warriors team versus Bobby Heenan's team. Yep, from Chicago. Yep, okay. 94, I have a different take. Yeah. Backlund versus Brett in a submission match. That's right, and that's when... And that's when uh, uh, Brett lost the title back. back on the Although it was still a good match, but yeah, I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Ninety uh, ninety-nine when Stone Cold got ran down. Yeah, and they had to change it to Triple H to Big Show and Rock. That's right. I think call that and you said two thousand two, right? Yeah, I said the two thousand two was one of my favorites. I did like that one. But. Yeah, 2002 is still one of my favorites, but the match, the O2 match, the Brock Lesnar Big Show match. Oh, yeah. That wasn't as good as it was a couple months before on SmackDown. Yeah, because SmackDown, they broke the ring. They kind of disappointed in the return engagement. They thought they were going to see the same thing. You're right. That's right. Yeah, and um, let's see. What else? 2000... uh, uh, 2012, or no, wait a minute, wait a minute, 2013, Orton versus The Big Show. Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing you. How many many is that now? Three or four? 2013, Orton versus The Big Show. Okay. Okay. I got all five correct. Okay, uh, very good there, uh, John. John, uh, Fonzie, what about you? What are your... uh, I don't have it. I, I might have to agree with you, JD. I don't know anything right now. <laughs> well, that's okay. I might have to take yours. <laughs> okay, no problem. I mean, no problem. Yeah, I might have to take yours, JD. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Like I said, guys, we'll see. I mean, Survivor Series is just around the corner, guys. I mean, it's crazy that we're a few weeks away. I mean, like I said, as of uh, today, we're fourteen, two weeks out, however, but uh, guys, it's, it's just crazy, however. So, uh, Certainly, we will definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled, of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen. Do not forget, next week, we will be doing a very special edition of Trivia, hopefully, and have the Black Widow back with us, however, along with uh, some of you guys. 
We will also talk, ladies and gentlemen, about our predictions for NXT. We will talk about also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week, however, our thoughts for Survivor Series. So, folks, Survivor Series and NXT predictions next week. Maybe a few bets will be made, however, on the air. It should be a great show next week, ladies and gentlemen, and more ways than one. But we still got a lot of time here for the next 45 minutes, and hopefully Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw is making his way to the studio as we speak. However, if not, it's understandable. But, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget tonight, of course, uh, you can check this out, however, on uh, Facebook, however, it's on every Monday, however, on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. His Facebook page does a recap of the Raw show, and it is one of the better post shows you want to listen to on Monday nights, folks. So we always weigh in. John and I always go over our Raw thoughts, however. So uh, every Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out John Gross on Facebook.com and read his video blogs and check out his comments because he has a lot to say. And I know this week, our John's going to have a lot to dive into, of course, uh, in more ways than one. So uh, it has been quite exciting to say the least. And there's a picture of John right now actually on his Facebook page. I'm looking right now, John, about the hand with the fingers there and your uh, friend there in the costume, the Bane costume from last week. That was pretty good, though, i got to say. So Thank sure, you. You're welcome. Be sure to check that out, folks, however. But uh, like I said, John will definitely have a lot to say tonight for you folks, however, in more ways than one, as he will be sharing your thoughts, however, from tonight's uh, very interesting next-to-last show before Survivor Series, guys. Uh, like I said, Survivor Series is coming up next week. A uh, week from this Sunday, however, of course, uh, don't be sure to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, every Friday night, speaking of Michelle and Gerard, you can check them out on TNA Main Event Talk every Sunday afternoon here on TalkShoe.com, 142131-POUND. That gets underway at 5 p.m. And then also on Friday nights, ladies and gentlemen, start your weekends off with a bang with, T- with uh, Women's Revolution as Michelle gives you her opinion along with her friends. One three nine nine two seven pound, ladies and gentlemen. You can listen to her and Gerard and their friends every Friday from eight to nine, ladies and gentlemen. Here on Talk Shoe, as they give you their thoughts about the world of wrestling from their point of view, and of course that is listed every week here on our radio <laughs> network. Um, guys, we still got about forty minutes to go, and uh, there's not much else going on. Uh, John wants to talk about anything else real quick, and uh, maybe stress upon a few things outside of wrestling. I'll do that right now. So you can do that. I'll be back in two seconds. When we come back, guys, we're going to get into some fancy talk as far as fancy matchups. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. John, take care of the uh, plug and anything else you want to discuss real fast. I'll be right back. All right, J.D. one seven two four 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 seven four four four. The ID number always is one three eight seven four four pound one. You talk to me, J.D., and... Um, Fonzie right here. Hopefully you might be expecting some guests. Could be expecting our boss, Mr. WCW US, Chad Hinshaw, and hopefully the King of Kings himself, Gerard T. Smith, and other guests on our panel today as well. And don't forget, Raw is being held live. Raw is is taped in Glasgow, Scotland. Let me see if I can find any reports, and if I do... I'll uh, report it to you fans right here. So uh, let's let's find out from Glasgow, Scotland, what's been going on. We know now tonight's going to be Roman Reigns versus Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Also, Sami Zayn will take on Rusev. And um, Rusev, in, to see who will win, the between C 
see who will win and who will take on Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title at Survivor Series. Um, we now know that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson have defeated Raw Tag Team Champions The New Day in a non-title match. Um, the Shining Stars beat Goldust and R-Truth, possibly for the final Survivor Series spot. We don't know. Not for sure. J.D. might have said Goldust, the Golden Truth, is that the Survivor Series yeah. spot, but we might, but the Shining Stars may have defeated them for that spot. We're and I, not and sure. And I'm back now, so I thank you very much. Yes, I'm listening. Go ahead. Uh, finish off. And then I do have some breaking news that just came in, too. Uh, All right. Like I said, the Shining Stars beat Goldus and our troop possibly from the uh, final Survivor Series spot. I don't know, but we um we this is what we've been reporting now. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we Stephanie McMahon, yes, indeed, revealed the fifth member of Team Raw, and that person's going to be Seth Rollins. So yes, so the Raw team has finally been complete, and they will take on Team SmackDown consistent of WWE Champion AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Baron Corbin, Bray Wyatt, and the Viper, Randy Orton. J.D., I'll hand it back over to you, sir. Thank you very much, John. And yes, we will be keeping an eye on this tower for tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, but we have also gotten some news that just came in over the wire, ladies and gentlemen. We've been following this carefully over the last few months, however, and we have now heard an update on the status of one Tammy Lynn Sitch, IEC. We have heard this is the latest news, however. On September 5th, as you know, the Leah Township Police uh, charged her with receiving stolen property, which was a parole violation. One week later, the same day, she was rushed from her home in Palmerton, PA, to Palmerton Hospital. She was charged with possession of alcohol as well as being under the influence of alcohol, in which they were violations. According to PWInsider.com, now she will be sentenced one week from Friday in regards to her violating her probation after pleading guilty to three DUI-related arrests from 2015 through this past August. She was sentenced to 97 days in jail but was given credit for the 95 days she spent in rehab and for the two days she spent in prison and awarded her parole. The judge has warned Sitch that should she, if she got into trouble during her probation, she would be sentenced to jail and that there would be zero tolerance for any drug and alcohol use. She was also ordered to pay fines of 2100 as well as costs of $1,050 per month to cover the cost of her court-mandated supervision. She also had her driver's license suspended for 30 months and was ordered to complete 125 hours of community service. John, your thoughts about the latest new developments involving Sunny? It, can it get any worse for Sunny again? Can it get any worse for her now? Mm-hmm. Yes, certainly. I would have to agree. It's it's unfortunate. And uh, speaking of the Survivor Series... Too much of those Skype sex shows. Yes. Uh, like I said, folks, uh, as John pointed out, folks, however, we have a couple matches now listed for Survivor Series. One of the other matches he did not point out, however, mind you, or two of the matches he did not point out, one of the matches he did not point out was the women's match, and it was announced last nice. week. It will be Becky Lynch teaming up with Nikki Bella, taking on Carmella, Alexa Bliss, and Naomi with their coach Natty, taking on Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, Bailey, and two people to be announced. However, right now, one of those think people I would imagine could be the boss, Sasha Banks. We'll have to wait and see if that's uh, been confirmed to us yet, but we don't know yet. Uh, that being said, we will definitely watch very carefully. Well, Dana Brooke is in one of the team. Is on the team as well, so yeah, it's possible. I so think I mean, that we, is we could, one more. Yeah, but if do we Natalia. really? Need, no, 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 no. Natty's coaching SmackDown. She's coaching the yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, I know, I know. 
But uh, like I said, however, uh, we will definitely, uh, like I said, however, it's going to be very interesting, however, like I said, however, I don't know, however, it's just, I mean, part of me thinks that tonight's show hopefully will be good. We'll have to wait and see, obviously, we're going to keep our eyes in ears peeled between now and 5 o'clock, obviously, of course, we're still getting updated here throughout the afternoon. Um, but uh, talking about Sunny real quick, uh, we just talked about her, uh, I'm going to get uh, Fonzie's take on uh Sunny, what do you think about uh, the latest developments involving uh, Miss uh, Sunny there? Uh, there yeah, I agree with John. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Not enough to say. Yeah. I agree with John. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it can't get any worse. I mean, she has had so many issues over the last several years. I mean, how old is she? How old is she? She has, she? To, be up. She has to be up there. I remember Sunny. Yeah. She was a I great think, manager. Yes, she was. She managed uh, Chris Candido. Uh, she managed yeah, Madonna. Yeah. She managed, uh, let's see here. I think she is. I think, I she's, think she's probably like towards 40 or 50. Let's take a, she's 43. 43, see? Yeah, wow. 43. Her birthday, her birthday is eight days before mine on Pearl Harbor Day, 1972. Wow. And she was born in Matawan, believe it or not, which is in Matawan, New Jersey. Well, yeah, she was a New Jersey girl. She's a Jersey girl, right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, she was she was involved with, uh, uh, like I said, she was trained by Kevin Sullivan, Jim Cornette, and of course Chris Candido. Jim Cornette, wow. Yeah, in fact, Jimmy, his, yeah, this, this, this is her first. This is weird. Yeah, she attended the same high school as Chris Candido, and of course they were very tight with Leonard. She also. Here's some other stories about her. Had a nine-month relationship with Shawn Michaels. In 97, Michaels accused Sitch and Bret Hart of having an affair with Hart denied. The accusation began causing marital problems for Hart, which led to a backstage fight with HBK. Sitch was friends with Bret and would entertain his show whenever they followed him on tour. She then walked out of Raw the night after Montreal, the incident which Vince McMahon caused the title. She was then rushed to the hospital in 2001 after appendix burst. Which yeah, required time yeah. off from wrestling to heal. By 2007, she was back in school studying medical technology. So yeah. that was interesting. Then, yeah. in 2000, this is when her trouble really began. She was arrested five times in a month-long span for disorderly conduct, third-degree burglary, and three counts of violating a protective order. She was arrested a sixth time in January of 2013 for violating a protective order. She served 114 days in jail and was released in May of 2013. While in jail, she was diagnosed with cervical cancer and underwent a hysterectomy and was diagnosed later as cancer-free. This past year, she pleaded guilty to driving... While under suspension, DUI-related charges guilty stemming from three separate arrests in May and June of the year before. A judge sentenced her to 90 days in August this year, but counted her 90 days, seven days in rehab as jail credit. Then recently, two months ago, she was arrested again for violating her parole. She's also released an autobiography, A Star Shattered, The Rise and Fall of a Wrestling Diva, Tammy Sunny Sitch, in February. Now, some of the guys she used to manage, uh, not only Chris Candido, she also managed... Uh, Farouk at one time. Yeah, Farouk. Yeah. The Body Donis, as we mentioned. The Godwins. The Smoking Guns. The Godwins, guns. yeah. Lex Luger. Believe right. Ralph Ruppert, and the Smoking mm-hmm. Guns. And uh, so she she's definitely done a lot over the course of time. She also appeared in WCW. She never the, fought, though. She never fought. No, she was... Uh, tr- she They wanted her to, I remember. yeah. Yeah, she did a... She tried... She, they tried to... When she first broke into business in the 90s down in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, however, with Chris Candido, however, 
There yeah. was some talk that she wanted to take some bumps, however, and learn how to sell bumps. But Jim Cornette was always against that. However, and even when she got to the WWE in the early '90s, however, in the mid '90s, yeah. however, she never managed. And like you said, how for a time, however, there was talk when she went to ECW and feuded with like Dawn Marie and um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Who else? There's not like Dawn Marie. There's some others. Uh, Francine. Yeah, Dawn Marie, Francine. Uh, Beulah, there was talk they wanted to fight her. Unfortunately, she left the promotion with Candido in December of 99, yeah. showed up in WCW, and was only there for a few months. In fact, however, this is a funny story. You guys are going to love this, however. The, 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 at one point, however, she feuded with Paisley, later uh, Charmel Sullivan, however, but it came to a short feud, however, when the artist in Paisley, a.k.a. Charmel, stripped Tammy Stress off of her to reveal her underwear following and then as a result how our Candido then dropped the title a few weeks later and then of course people said how she started getting the drug drugs right then and there as a result WCW then showed her the door before the end of 2000 however so yeah she's had she's had some personal issues in and out of the ring guys I mean it's it's been very we heard anything about Stacey Keeler um I heard Corey Wilson you know WWE last week did a story on Tori. Believe it or not, I'm going to talk about talk about Tori real quick. I'm going to pull it up right now. I know there are some questions what she's doing now with her life, however. I mean, she she just turned 41 this past year. Last we heard, however, uh, until last year. She still she, looks young to me. But she does. She uh, dated Alex Rodriguez, believe it or not, however, and was also married to Billy Kidman, however. Yeah, uh, Billy Kidman, they, right up, uh, right, right in uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, he, uh, yes, he is. Born. You pointed that out. Yes, he was born in Allentown. That's right. Yes, he was. Yeah. And uh, she still has a good friendship with Stacy, and at one point they were uh, roommates in L.A., believe it or not. And Stacy, uh, we know Stacy, of course, uh, last we heard, in fact, however. The legs. Uh, the legs. The long legs. Those long legs, yes, exactly. She, <laughs> at one point, she dated George Clooney, believe it or not. Who? Stacy. Who did she date? George Clooney, for two years. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then she began dating a guy in the fall of 2003, Jared uh, Pobre, a future ads. They had been friends for several years. They were married. March of the following year, they have one dar, and she just turned two this past August. Stacy, believe it or not, guys, I'm looking at her bio right now. She is only 37. Yeah, she's young. She's still hot, and she has her own I website. Stacy, I know. I mean, well, I'm I hope she's she's five eleven one thirty. She's five eleven one thirty. Yeah. yeah. She was also a cheerleader for Baltimore Ravens, and she also she also attended. She also went. She also went. Yeah, she also uh, uh, also attended Towson State University on a scholarship, and uh, at, at, at her modeling career, she appeared on the cover of at Stuff Magazine twice, June 2005 and March of 06. Maxim in 2006 in the Hot 100 issue listed her number 5, number 70 in the Top 100 the following year in 07. And in 08, she was number 89 in the Top 100 list the following year, number 77. In 2010, she was 82. 2011, she was 72. 2012, she was 51. She also has declined, and this is a shame because I think she would do so well in this magazine. She's declined being in Playboy twice. Yeah, no. Which yeah. is a shame. I think she'd have a nice... Uh, I think a lot of people like us would be drooling over her if she was in that magazine. But you know what, though? Good for her, though, in a way, because, I mean, she's standing what she believes in. So uh, we'll definitely uh, we applaud her for that. But like I said, it's yeah. a shame WWE has uh, actually um, 
not uh, had a chance to uh, capitalize on her success. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Randy Orton, by the way, his new DVD is coming out a week from Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, called RKO Out of Nowhere. I'm looking at the cover right now. There's a picture of him uh, RKOing Seth Rollins on the cover. It's pretty good. I just got the new Brock Lesnar CD. Uh, eat, sleep, and repeat. We also know that coming up on the WWE Network, the Who's Next collection of Phil Goldberg is now being shown on the WWE Network. So if you WWE Network subscribers, you might want to check that out. And also, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next year, Justin Roberts, we understand, is going to be releasing an autobiography titled The Best Scene in the House, A Backstage Pass to My Journey as WWE Announcer. Tommy Dreamer is helping him out with that book. So Justin Roberts, guys, former WWE Announcer, is coming out with a book of his own. So uh, definitely worth uh, checking it out, however, guys. Uh, speaking of Sasha Banks, guys, I heard another story about Sasha real quick, and hopefully, as I said, we are expecting Mr. WCW joining us here on the line before the 5 o'clock hour. If not, uh, we heard that she recently appeared on the Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast and talked about uh, uh, how Shawn Michaels told her that I was his favorite wrestler, and she had some comments to say about some of the ideas here, guys. And I want to get your comments on your thoughts about what Sasha had to say, and here's what she had to say. On Sean telling her that she was his favorite wrestler, Sasha said, Sean was backstage and he talked to me. I was like, oh, this is so cool. He's like, yeah, dude, you're my favorite wrestler. I was like, what? Then you said that to me, Sean Michaels? On meeting Goldberg, he, she says, seeing him backstage, he was so nice to me. And he came up to me and said hi. And I was like, wait, you're saying hi to me? Oh, my God, you're Goldberg. And right before he went out, he looked at me and Bailey was like, you didn't see this. He then headbanged the door to just get himself psyched and right. Like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And on Kalisto and Scotty, too hot helping her with ideas in the Hell in the Cell, which was training her, Sasha said, I love being around the ring because I just need to sit in the ring to think about my Hell in a Cell match. Once I'm in the ring, I'm just like, things just flow to me. Being in the ring is home. Kalisto was all around, too, and I talked to him, and Scotty and him just stared at the perform- started at the performance center at the time I was down there, Howard, and they were both such a help. They helped me so much in this match, like, give me ideas, because it's like, how do I even think about this match, because I've never had it before. I never even used a chair before. I never used a table, because those are all options I could use in Hell in a Cell, and I want to thank them for both taking the time out and giving me a chance to uh, uh, pick their brain a little. Guys, what do you think of the comments by Sasha? I don't know. I never heard of it. No, the comments that she said about Helena Sally. I mean, yeah, I never heard about it. So yeah, now. but she was talking about it just now, I'm saying, though. She had plenty yeah. to say about this. I'm saying. I don't know. Don, what's your take on uh, Sasha's comments? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think she had some. I didn't think she had some interesting things to say. I mean, but Kalisto. I mean, I thought it was interesting. She had to say that thing about Goldberg. I thought that was very interesting. She had a lot to say about Goldberg. Yeah. That kind of blew my mind a little. And then with uh, Kalisto and Scotty teaching her, however, what it takes to be in Hell in a Cell. I thought that was nice of them to take their time out and teach her the ropes and everything like that. Ladies, I mean, that was pretty cool. I think. Um, see here. We're, uh, we're, like I said, we're still trying to get updates here, ladies and gentlemen, on the big show this afternoon. That is going on right now as we speak in Glasgow, Scotland, the SSE Hydro Arena, if you will. Of course, as we said, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, the superstars will be returning, however, to action here in the States as they will be heading to Buffalo, New York, ladies and gentlemen, at the Key Bank Center, however, before Survivor Series. And then one week from uh, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, November 15th will be episode number 900, folks, 900. And already the dead man has been advertised for the big show. Uh, We will definitely wait and see what happens, ladies and gentlemen. 
And uh, we now have heard John, believe it or not, however, I guess this is the story, however. Um, this is what I just heard also, ladies and gentlemen. A couple other things have been confirmed to us. Uh, first off, we heard the Golden Truth will be in action tonight. They will be taking on the Shining Stars. And the Raw's women team has now been set. And here's who they will be consisting of. It will be Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks. So no Fuck Dana. What's Alicia Fox doing in there? I guess they want to wrestle. Well, she wrestles from time to time. I think personally, yeah, they want to... but she stinks. Yeah, but I'd rather give it to her than Dana Brooke. I'm sorry, Dana Brooke's still terrible. And then you got the uh, whole... yeah, there's... I know, yeah, there's... but. There's still talk they also were talking, and I know for a while they were also talking about bringing Emma into the fold. I mean, nah, not Emma. I, can't, I can't see that. I can't see that, you know? Yeah. But like uh, I said, guys, we're, we're definitely going to be finding out, however, in more ways than one. Uh, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, of course, some really great DVDs out now in stock for you wrestling fans out there. RKO out of nowhere coming out a week from tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> And then, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on December 6th, yes, folks, December 6th, however, it will be the true story of the Royal Rumble, you DVD and Blu-ray fans. You might want to check that out. And right before Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, what better to give a Christmas gift than this one, the Survivor Series, out on DVD December 20th. And then to start the new year off, January 3rd, 2017, TLC will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, live on video stores everywhere. But yes, the true story of the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming out in less than a month from now. Um, in fact, it is, I believe, a three-disc DVD, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is a three-disc DVD. We have not heard yet the matches that have been listed for the show, but we will definitely be keeping you up to date with this. I did, in fact, indeed, as I mentioned earlier, ladies and gentlemen, recently bought the History of the Horrorcore DVD a few weeks ago. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, John, I don't know if you've seen it yet either. Uh, I just got Brock Lesnar's new DVD as well. I am looking forward to watching that. I might watch that sometime this week in the next couple of days. Hopefully next week, folks, I can give you my review of this. Uh, but from what I've been hearing so far from people telling me, it is a very, very good DVD and one worth sitting down and watching. So, folks, uh, if you're a Brock Lesnar fiend or a wrestling fiend looking for... Uh, well, we know Michelle is a... Brock Lesnar. Yes, fans. we all know yes, that. Yes. Probably got that. And, and then and next week, I know it's going to be interesting to hear what she has to say. She's already next week made it official that, uh, like I said, we uh, want to, like I said, uh, acknowledge that as she is a Brock fan. Yes, that's correct. And I know next week, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, mind you. She's uh, facing like, me. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean. She's definitely going to have a lot to talk about next week, however, with our... Uh, I know. So, with Mr. Dicero, Chad, Hinch on all of us, ladies and gentlemen, and... Uh, oh, man. And, and we might be... Uh, I am now efforting as we speak, are still efforting trying to get a couple of our big-name guests into the show today. It's been a very low-key show here right now, but hopefully... Uh, that's okay. Don't worry. That's okay. You're right. <laughs> But one person I am going to try, and I'm working on maybe efforting, trying to get into the show, if we can get him on the show here in a few minutes, is the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith. But in the meantime, uh, we'll wait for him and every, whoever else comes on. Guys, we got about 20 minutes to go. Uh, we can do a few fantasy matchups, about three or four rounds apiece, and then we're going to give you our raw rating. We already know what the main event is, so we don't even have to say what the main event is. Yeah. So that's all about a given now, guys. Spoilers! Spoilers. Come on! <laughs> Yeah, I know. But what are you going to do? 
But it should, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this week, guys, it should be a good show. At least I hope it's a good show, mind you. I can't wait to see the SmackDown show yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Should be, yeah, tomorrow should be a good show because you think about it. They're going up against well, the Well, you know what? They got the women's title, too. That's what I said. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good match. Uh, what is it? You got two, uh, it's Becky versus Alexa. Yeah. And I think and yeah. I think and I think there's another one that's gonna be happening too. I think it's gonna be Nikki and Carmella, mind you. I think that's yeah, also. Yeah. I, I don't think. Unless they're saving know. that. For, unless they're gonna save that till the following next next. The following, I don't know. They might save it till they get back from Europe. I'm thinking the following week they might save it. You know, we'll see. I want to see what Kane does. Yeah, after what happened last week. What you're happened right. with uh, Randy Orton gave him? A, a yeah, after what happened last yeah last Monday Tuesday night in uh, Newark. You're right. It's gonna be interesting to see what Kane's gonna be like uh, coming up tomorrow night. You're right. I you agree. know what? You know what's gonna happen? Hmm. Uh, Kane's gonna join the Wyatts. Yeah, it's a very good point. watch. Watch. I already told Michelle. Yeah. About Randy Orton, she's like, "Ah, oh, no, that's fake." I was like, "No, it's not." He, if you heard him uh, two weeks ago, he's like, "Yeah, if you can't beat him, join him." Right. Uh, so yeah. I want to see. Um, before, I think Kane is going to go and join with them. Before we on, guys, um, I want to send out. That's going to be a squad right there. It is. Nobody can beat them. Um, we will definitely, we would like to say, uh, on beha- well, one thing is for certain guys, um, last Wednesday, uh, unfortunately, I'm just reading this now, uh, someone, I wouldn't say I was very much friends with her, uh, but a, a classmate uh, from North Hills High School, my alma mater, tragically and suddenly, uh, I guess she'd been sick for some time, I believe, suddenly passed away at the age of 21. What? Yeah, my one uh, this one lady, uh Marley Elaine Lazinski, L E S Z C Z Y N S K. Uh they're not saying, however, but she recently um had her birthday back in May and uh unfortunately I guess she she was a graduate of North Hills High and had received her cosmetology degree from Beatty Tech. Um Tragically, uh, friends were received yesterday at the HP Brand Funeral Home on Perry Highway, and services were this morning at Allegheny Memorial Park. Uh, she was an enthusiastic volunteer at Animal Friends and planned to further her career in the criminal justice system. Uh, they're not saying what exactly happened. I'm not going to get into that right now, but all I'm going to say is, uh, from all of us here at the show, our thoughts and prayers are with her family and friends today. Again, uh, I... It's a tough way to spell the last name, but all I can yeah. say is she passed away at the age of 21. So, uh, from all of us here at the show, yeah, she was only 21. So oh, she passed away last, oh, yeah, last Wednesday. So, uh, she, of course, we would like to send our thoughts and prayers to the family. Yeah, at point yeah, certainly very 21. Jeez. Yes. yes. These uh, these people are dying younger and younger. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. It's scary, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But uh, we're not going to, not that damper on us. However, we're going to continue on here on the show. We're winding up here. We're going to do a few rounds of fancy match up here right now, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, give you our predictions right now. So with that being said right now, we're going to talk about, uh, like I said, our overall 
uh, fantasy match, something like I said. We were expecting Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw along with the last kicker, Emery Reckenbach, who, of course, now is saying hello to me personally, however, offline, and she says hello to all of you guys as well, and we want to say hi to you uh, where we're at right now. Uh, but like I said, folks, uh, unfortunately, I guess Mr. WCW had a prior obligation, so he will be not joining us today unless somehow he comes off the last but, guys, uh, we've had a very good show so far. Uh, we're going to do about three rounds piece of, as far as fantasy matchups go, and then we're going to give you our raw range. I'm going to close it out here for the day. Of course, we'll be back in the saddle next week, wrapping up our 60s and soon to begin our 70s, guys. Who would have thought it? Next week will be episode number 69, of course, and then the following week, right before Thanksgiving, number 70. So we're just chugging along here on Revolution, or excuse me, why did they say Will we reach 100? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we all could, you know. We could reach 100 before the end of January. If we keep going the way we're going at, baby, late January, early February of next year, yeah, we could, very well could. We very well could. I mean, we're only about, th- let's see, as of t- after 30. Today, yeah, well, 30, episodes, 30 episodes after today. So, folks, we keep on uh, just chugging on. Yeah, could, as Fonzie said, could we reach on it? I think we could. I mean, and we want to thank you all for listening to us because, I mean, without you guys on Mondays, how our Mondays in the start of the week, how would nothing be short of a miracle. We've had a great time doing this this past year and a half, hour, and it's been a great ride. So we're going to continue to make you happy as we do each and every Monday. Okay, with that said, guys, let's go into fantasy matchups right now. And I'm going to start off uh, round one today with... You, Fonzie, what do you guys our first fantasy matchup this afternoon? Uh, oh. You can go way back? Yeah, you can go way back in any type of match you want. Okay. Uh, well, it's never going to happen, but I'm just going to lay it out. Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker. At WrestleMania 35. Hmm. In a few years, you can see that happen. Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker. Well, at one point, there was some talk about it, mind you, however. Uh, that was, at one time, a possibility. But if it would ever happen, who would you think is going to win? That would be a great match. But i got to go with the Pittsburgh kid, Kurt so you're gonna, Angle. You're going to go with Kurt Angle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John, what about you? Undertaker. Yeah, I would have to say this is a tough one, guys. This is a real tough one to call. I mean, it would be a great match because both are physically beat up, power. But if it was 10 or 15 years ago, how it would have been a great match, no question about it. I agree with you. It's really a tough one, however, to decide. However, I'm going to go with Fonzie in this one. I want to take Kurt Angle as well. I think Kurt Angle would give him a battle, however, no question about it. It would be a very intense match, no question about it, however. And it would be uh, a very good match as well. However, it would go 20, 25 minutes. But at the end of the day, I think the Pittsburgh kid. And I'm going to go with Kurt Angle on this one. All right, very good first match here. Fonzie will now go to uh, John with his first match of the day. John, what do you got for our first match today? Mm. Let's go with uh, a hardcore match. Okay. Big Boss Man. Yes. Versus Psycho Sid. Ooh, the big boss man versus Psycho Sid. Okay, very interesting, very interesting. And guys, uh, we have another update from the Raw show tonight. We have now heard there will be a six-person women's match. It will be consisting of Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Alicia Fox taking on Charlotte, Dana Brooke, and Nia Jax. 
So another interesting matchup on the docket tonight there in Glasgow. And we just understand that just a few minutes ago, Bailey won the match for her team in defeating Charlotte. So there you go. Okay, uh, very good matchup. John, who do you like in this match between the boss man and uh, the one you picked? Boss man. All right, Fonzie, you heard it. Boss man versus Psycho Sid in a hardcore match. Who do you like in this one? (laughs) I got to go for Psycho Sid. All right, you're going to go with Psycho Sid. And you know what, Howard? I'm going to go with you on this one. I think Psycho Sid can chop down the boss man to size, hopefully. I mean, you got two big bulls in that ring and two great guys uh, who, uh, one of them, unfortunately, is no longer with us. The one that's still around with us and uh, is uh, wound up crazier than ever and has been crazy over the years, both in and out of the ring and Psycho Sid. But uh, the big boss man, a great guy, both inside and outside of the ring, we know. He, of course, did a lot for his career. Known as Big Bubba Rogers, if you will, the bodyguard of James E. Cornette one time. And uh, also a member of the, I believe he was also a member of the Taskmaster Stable at one time uh, group at the time, the Dungeon of Doom, I think, unless it was Jimmy Hart's group, however, which was the same group Kevin Sullivan was in. So uh, very good match there, guys. Very good uh, opening matches here. And so uh, I'm up next, and here's what I got for my first match. Uh, You talk hardcore, I'm going to go hardcore in this one. I'm going to pit Tommy Dreamer. Versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah, this is a tough one. And joining us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, directly from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, right in the heart of Ric Flair country, Cam Newton's favorite person, if you will, in which his boys won years against the L.A. Rams, and, of course, also the host of WCW Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. Let us bring him in now, ladies and gentlemen, the man who has also got a lot to discuss, I'm sure, this afternoon, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? Um, I'm fine. Uh, still, of course, uh, actively mobile right now. I'm calling live from my car. Uh, <laughs> so... I'm not exactly at the headquarters right now, but uh, yeah. I am. Uh, I did want to get in before before the late hour, before before the end of the day. So I just want to chime in and uh, get uh, uh, check check on see how everybody is going, coming along. We're doing good. We're doing good. We uh, just announced that today, however, that the women have now announced that, unfortunately, however, their uh, team for the Survivor Series has been consisting of Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks. Also, we have now found out that the tag teams have been listed, however. It'll be Enzo and Cass, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, The Golden Truth, Cesaro and Sheamus, and The New Day. And also, Seth Rollins has been added to the fifth member of the Raw Survivor Series team. What are your thoughts about all these uh, people entering into the Survivor Series coming up in less than a week and a half from now? Every single one of those, y'all have to admit, was pretty much predicted. Yes. Yes, it was pretty much predicted because you you have to realize that Raw and Smack, and I'm sure SmackDown is going to do the same thing, that Raw and SmackDown both are going to put their best people in these matches to see who can fare better. Yeah. So you you have to admit that this was for all with Seth Rollins being added into the mix. Uh, and uh, and of course and of course the tag the tag team uh, situation set up there. It was expected. It was predicted. It was. I mean, how can you say it? It was a given. I do it, yeah. One hundred percent do it. Do you think they weren't going to let the 
uh, you know, you said you weren't going to let the, uh, you know, the, 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 the singles guys go without putting Rollins in the mix. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's, that's academic. Uh, excuse me there, gentlemen. No problem. Thank you. I had to pass along something to somebody. No problem. I am, but, but, I, am, but I am mobile. Um, but, like, again, I mean, it's pretty much – it's pretty much academic from here on in. And like I said, SmackDown's smart. SmackDown will do the same thing. And if they do, I'll be saying the same thing about it. We'll be saying the same thing about SmackDown as well. Mm-hmm. So, but as for Raw, predicted, uh, expected, given, no matter how you no matter how you slice this loaf of bread, it all comes out the same way. Yes. No question about it. No question about it. And uh, one thing is for certain we were talking about, obviously, of course, uh, with the European tour going on, of course, we heard earlier today that Sin Car apparently got into a riff with Chris Jericho again. We also heard that apparently uh, the NXT shows for Australia and New Zealand, at least two of the dates, however, have been canceled now, I guess, either to do poor ticket sales or just they decided to yank up at the last minute. But one thing we did say, however, that TNA apparently and Billy Corgan are still fighting, however, about what's going on there, and they're still trying to owe him literally two. $2 million. I mean, it's becoming more and more apparent that this is becoming a big, big story. Yes, it is. The TNA situation here because it continues to, I mean, almost in a sense, almost eclipse every single story involving the WWE as of late. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's getting more and more. I mean, and, and the thing about it is, it, the thing about TNA is, it doesn't have anything to do with the wrestling. Mm-hmm. It just had to do with the, the with the company itself. Right. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, that's that's the only that's the only reason right now that TNA is getting any any, any uh, talk right now while it's being spread all around the, the wrestling gossip lines, whatever you want to call it. Of course, mm-hmm. spread all around all of our shows on the radio network and everything of that nature is simply because of this situation with Billy Corgan, and that's the only reason. But about barely any talk has happened. About any any competition, any wrestling, uh, any matches, you know who's, you know, I mean, half the time I'm surprised if anybody was to real was 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 to know if who is the current uh, you no know, champion right now. I mean, a lot of people may may or may not even realize it, mm-hmm. but because the thing about it is what's overshadowing it, it's what's happening behind the scenes. Well, let me ask you this, though, and let's get everyone with a one-word answer to this question. Does TNA survive another few months at this point, despite all of what's going on right now? Chad, I'll ask you first. Well, let me let me mention this. I mean, this one thing we mentioned a couple times last week, especially when Revolution and Wolfpack, the story, J.D., I think you broke it a couple times, yeah. about, you know, uh, TNA uh, paying back Billy Corgan what was almost $2 million. Yes. I mean, the thing about it is it's, it's like this. If, if TNA didn't have any money to pay their own wrestlers mm-hmm. and staff and everything like that, how in the how in the cotton picking world are they going to be able to pay something like that back to you know back 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 to back to uh, uh, this big time celebrity you know like right. like said, uh, Billy Corgan here? Sure. But as to whether or not they will survive, I give them. No, and, you know I hate to talk about wrestling in a bad way. We all love wrestling here. That's what, that's what we're here to do: is talk about wrestling. Sure. Uh, in my overall personal opinion, yeah. I give it maybe another, yeah. if it's lucky, four or five months. 
if they're lucky, if they're lucky, if nothing else, if they don't, if they don't, if they suddenly drop out of the wrestling spotlight, because mm-hmm. right now this might be helping them a little bit. I don't know. I mean, even though it's not talking about it in a positive way, it may, it may, it may, it may be helping them. I don't know. Yeah. But like I said, if they even slip out of the wrestling spotlight one time. I mean, I could probably uh, probably cut that in half and say, okay, maybe only two and a half, three months, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of so cutting in half. It's, it's yeah. going to be a handful of months. It's going to be a handful of months before TNA's out the door. I hate to say that about this company. Yeah. You know, all due respect to our own Black Widow, who yeah. you know, talks about all the time and all that she does, very, works very, very hard yeah. to bring us a lot of stuff regarding oh, yeah. TNA. But if that goes under, I mean, the thing about what she's going to talk about. So, I mean... I, I hate to say that about this, but I'd give it another few months. Yes. Well, speaking of a couple of months, let's look ahead now. And John Chet, or not John Chet, John, myself, and Fonzie talked about this this afternoon, and this was one of the stories I broke into the story. Brooke Hogan apparently has been talking to TMZ about Hulk Hogan maybe going back to WWE, saying recently, I just know people have been calling him for WrestleMania. Does Hulk Hogan return to the WWE? And if so, in what capacity do you feel? Well, you know, we heard uh, we heard the story coming out. I think it came from your friends at 411 Mania last week. You know, it came from the mouth of uh, Hall of Famer Scott Hall. Yes. Saying that yes, that Hulk Hogan is going to come back. Uh, if he uh, and if he does, first off, I'll be one of those first ones to say yes. He he deserves to be he he deserves to be back there. That that is where. Without him, WWE would not be where it is today right there. A lot of people have been saying that, and, I'm on, and we're going to continue to say that until WWE kind of breaks down and suddenly says, okay, let's, let's bring it back. So what the fans want, we've got to do what the fans want, certainly. But here's the thing. If, if for WrestleMania, it's not going to be like they did at WrestleMania 30. I can tell you that right now. It's not going to be a host thing. Right. I can tell you that right now. Because if WWE, you know, have they built up enough trust to maybe do that again? I mean, I don't know. But if they bring him in at all, my yeah. my 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 prediction, my if in fact he does come back, which I do pray to God that he does, I would love to see him come back. That's yeah. a personal, on a personal level. I'm sure everyone here on Raw Radio does agree with that too. Uh, here's my take on it: if he does anything. It's about a fifty-fifty chance they might ask him to do like not necessarily like the host thing, but possibly uh, in a capacity as a guest referee or a run-in for a for a match. Yeah. Well, some, 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 some of us were saying maybe him and Taker. I would have said, like, and we talked about this both on and off the air, though. I mean, a few years ago, had this not been in the incident with the videotapes and everything like that, I think if his body would have held off power, he could have done a one-off match with John Cena. Now, I don't think so. I don't think he can do it now. Right, right. And a lot of people, let me tell you something, a lot of people were predicting for, for you know, Hogan and Cena to probably face each other. Yeah. Uh, one, one one more time. But now, I mean, with with the fact that what happened to uh, with what happened to uh, excuse me, what happened to Hogan, yeah. you know that that went out the door. Uh, that went out the door. Oh gosh. Uh, I mean, the minute that story broke, I mean that idea flew flew out flew out as fast as a as fast as a bald eagle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just gone. I mean, it's, 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 it's gone. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Hey. 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 It's not American bird. Be proud of that bird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's why I say that. Anyway. Anyway. But. But like I said, I mean. But now, you gotta understand the man's in his sixties. Yeah. And I'm, you'd be surprised, that, you know, if he still wants to be involved in the wrestling business, which I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, if he is in some capacity. I mean, heck, his daughter's getting into his daughter's trying to. You know, we saw, we talked about this too. His daughter is trying to her along with Piper's daughter and DDT's DDT, daughter yeah, and yeah. and John Claude Van Damme's daughter is trying to start a wrestling league. Yeah. So I mean, the thing it's it's still it's a it's a rose in the bud. Yeah. So I mean, so but anyway, I would love to see Hogan come back, uh, but they're not going to treat him. In like an, an ambassadorial sort of thing, because you know that he's got to really re-earn that to some capacity before, before well, I guess before before you know they look up to him again. Do a lot of people start are a lot of people starting to trust him now? Yes, I never lost any trust in him at all, even despite the fact, even despite the fact of what he did. I mean, what he did, yes, was wrong. I mean, that I'm not I'm not condoning that at all. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm not looking at that. Just like we say about Benoit, I don't look at what the man did. I look at, I look at the, I look at, like I said, the man's abilities and what he brought to the ring and what he contributed and all that. And many people uh, appreciate what he did. And I would say, I say the same thing for Hogan. I don't look at what he did in his personal life. I look at what he did in the ring. So, I mean, we all said that. And, I mean, and I think a lot of people need to stop really just Dragging like this, flogging a dead horse, and just you know, if the man decides to come back, let him come back under his own accord. Right, right. We'll, we'll definitely be keeping yeah, an eye on this, though. No question about it. I mean, it's going to be a very big story, and of course, we'll definitely be watching that in the TNA story very carefully. Of course, uh, Raw, as you know, is in Glasgow tonight. They are taping as we speak, and the spoilers are up right now. Some of the show I've seen so far, I mean, it doesn't look like a bad show, but it doesn't look like a great show this week. But we'll see what happens there before the show's out tonight. Of course, tomorrow night, you got a great show on SmackDown. Obviously, the big woman's match, like the first up against the election tomorrow night. And as we yes. have five o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get raw range and predictions. As well. We're going to wrap it up here a little bit here right now. Uh, we'll start with you, Chad. What do you think the range is going to be tonight, considering uh, they're going up against uh, Buffalo and Seattle on Monday Night Football? Uh, well, it's going to be a good show, no, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm sure guys are still licking their wounds from hell in the cell, even though it's been like a week away. Uh, but still, I think it's going to be an awesome match. I, I still say that some, in some capacity. And I don't know if anyone had a chance to look on the Revolution Radio Facebook page or not, but I posted a video of a dark match that was done apparently after an episode of Raw was filmed uh, yesterday. Hmm. I'll check that out. And I'm looking at this. This is a dark match. Yeah. It was apparently uh, apparently it was for the title between Owens and Seth Rollins. Hmm. Uh, so if anyone gets a chance to look at that video, look at that video and, and weigh in with your own opinions about that video. Okay. But anyway, what I'm what I'm saying is about that. I want to say, and this is going to be this is going to be a long shot. I'm going to say Rollins versus Owens non-title. All right. Uh, and I, on that note, gentlemen, I, my, before you go in, anybody else, my apologies, JD. Uh-huh. Do have to swing on out of here, but I just wanted to check in, say how everybody was doing, and uh, be sure, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, check out all of our shows here 
in the radio network here this week. Of course, uh, we'll be back here. I'll be back, of course, on with Revolution tomorrow night from 9 to 11. We'll get your results for Raw. Uh, also, uh, of course, uh, Wrestling News and Views from King Ice, as well as Sister and Birthdays by the by our main man here, the Human Suplex Machine. Uh, of course, the Mr. Historian, if you will. So, but, uh, but, but, uh, but hey, John, be happy I gave you some props there, buddy. You know what I mean? You, 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 I can, uh, you know how to do that, buddy. Absolutely. But uh, on that note, gentlemen, I'll swing out of here, and we'll talk to you here tomorrow on our show starting, like I said, with Revolution tomorrow night from 9 to 11. Y'all take care, and have yourself a great night, and enjoy Monday Night Raw. All right, thank you very much. Have a nice day, and tomorrow night I will definitely talk to you tomorrow night for sure. All right, as uh, Chad swings out, how are folks, guys? We're yeah. going to get your raw ratings and predictions, however, real quick. We don't need the predictions, and we just need the number. Uh, John, what do you think they're going to do tonight in Glasgow? Well, the five-way matchup should be interesting. Yeah. Um, but I have to give it uh, somewhat of a two-point. Six. And if and if uh, the fa- and if SmackDown does make an appearance, yeah, you can bet all hell's gonna break loose. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. Um, Fonzie's been right on. That would be interesting to see. Fonzie's been right on his predictions a lot lately with the number, however. So I'm gonna let him go last today. I'm gonna go with mine next. I think this week they creep up to a 2-0. They go above 1-9. I think a 2-0 or 2-0-5 sounds right to me. And, of course, I need to name the main event. We already know what the main event is. They're going to need something this week, especially next week. Now, next week they're going to have to really buckle down. I mean, they're going to have to really hit home with a home run here with Goldberg and Lesnar. And I'm wondering if they're going to do it at the beginning or they're going to wait till the very end to put those two on. But we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Fonzie, you've been right on the numbers pretty much uh, the last three or four weeks. How are does it stay the same? Yeah, 1.8, 1.9. And, uh, J.D., I've got to hit, hit the road right here. So, All right, uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you there tonight then. Yeah, uh, John, have a great night. And, uh, you too, we'll my man. To we'll talk to you next week. You too, my man. All right, All right. I'll, talk to you. I'll talk to you later, man. Uh, yeah, okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right, and as Fonzie leaves now, and it's just John and me as we wrap it up here this afternoon, uh, we do want to thank you all, as uh, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw said, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great show lined up for you the rest of the week starting tomorrow night. Uh, John, is, I figured, John, have you figured out what we're going to close it out with today? You know what? Not, not really, but I think I have something in mind. All right, well, John's going to take us out for the evening, folks. We will be back next week, as always. Same time, same place. We want to say again, get well to the Black Widow. We want to thank you for listening in. We will talk to you soon. We also want to say hello to everyone else who's been listening to besides Mr. WCW, the last kicker, Amory Reckenbach, the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, the big diesel grader framer, GTS, T. Smith, King NWO, who will be back with us, of course, next week. And, of course, next week, folks, we got a dynamite show line for you. Good to the two, if you will, in trivia contests between Seth Rollins and who knows what else. And also, folks, we're going to give you our thoughts about NXT TakeOver and Survivor Series, and maybe a better two will be made along the way. So for that, folks, we're going to take you out for the evening. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great week, everyone. We'll be back in the ring next Monday, and we'll talk to you soon. John's going to take us out now for the evening, so we'll talk to you soon. And as I said, folks, be sure to check us out on Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen. And also, John's... Not yet, not yet. Okay. Uh, John's got us to another commercial there, one of our final fun commercials there. But you can also check John's uh, 
audio every week on his Facebook page that gives you his raw thoughts and everything like that. Be sure to check that out. And also, John and I encourage you folks, however, if you're movie fans or wrestling fans, sign up today for Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0. You can put your favorite movies, uh, clips, soundtracks, uh, actors and actresses, uh, trailers from the past and present, and even do a review or two as well as put up some wrestling stuff. But we ask you nicely, don't mess it up. We've worked very hard to do it, and we want to thank the people who have helped us along the way, and that is... And a word of warning. Yes, and a word of warning. Yes, Gerard T. Smith, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, and the Black Widow were the three that helped me start this page before John and I got it running together, but it was those three that helped me get it going. I want to thank them three for helping us start the page directly. Those were the three that really helped us get it going, so please be careful when you're uh, on that page. So now That's all I was getting ready to say, a word of warning. Yes. No porn... No, no nudity, no, no movie, XXX scenes. If yes. you do it, you're gone. You're yeah, you're banned. Exactly, exactly. You're we, gone. Never heard. No from graphic. Again. No very graphic stuff. We just want straight, honest, clean stuff. That's what we're here for. And on that note, John's gonna take us out for the evening. We'll talk to you folks soon again. And don't forget, Toronto will be back in the ring next week. We'll talk to you then. So now, John's gonna take us out for the evening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.